A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Turkey Week, people. That's what I'm calling it. Turkey Week. <laughs> that's a <laughs> we we <laughs> that's not right. My mom always made crow. Mm. We <laughs> we hit three games this Thursday, so make sure the good beer is already cold, so that you can drink the good stuff before people come over for the early noon game, right? Because my parents aren't coming till after to like three or three thirty, so I got a whole game to myself to drink. Yes. Well, to get ready for them oh, I see. to coming over. Yeah. The house will already be ready, but I right. won't be ready until I have the beers. Right, right. That makes sense. I'm Kyle Gagner, here with co-host Mike Heinish. Hello again. Together we are Fancy Brews, and we're here to talk football and maybe assist you along the way with some fancy advice. Go follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brews Pod, and just hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform, and maybe leave a review, I don't know, tell us how we can improve for your sake. I pointed at the mic, and I don't know why I did that, but... He really wants to Just know, know that I am... I pointed at you. <laughs> you, uh, Dave. We're also joined today by Jake Depius. Jake, say hi. Hello. That's him. Jake and I went to middle and high school together, and he's now in both my redraft league and Mike's dynasty league. Yeah, buddy. He's my only win of the season in my redraft league, so he has that honor. <laughs> but I might beat Mike's wife tonight. But time will tell. Yep. I'll try to beat our fantasy football, too. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I have a chance. I need Brady and the Bucks D to get, like, 35. It, it's it's within it's uncomfortably within the realm of possibilities. <laughs> What's everyone doing for Thanksgiving? What are you doing? Giving nothing thanks. Right now. Giving thanks? I'll think about it. <laughs> Thanksgiving. You're doing nothing? Most likely not. The family is hesitant with... Like the COVID stuff yeah. with grandparents and things like that still. So uh, Jackie and Natalie aren't allowing us to see each other for a week and a half afterwards because we're seeing our families. Yeah, we'll see our <laughs> So I have to like freaking home quarantine basically. <laughs> Zoom football on Sunday? <laughs> Everyone? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. But yeah, I think my, my parents and my sister and brother-in-law and baby are coming over. That's it. Nice. We're going by Natalie's parents, and I I forget if anyone else is coming outside of her siblings and their, like, spice and children. Their spice? Sp- spouses? Spouse. Spouses? Spice. 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 is more fun. <laughs> spouse. I, I got it. So it's it's, it's just spouses, right? It's probably spouses, spouses, but within the context of the I'm looking it up just to make sure. Plural of spouse. Spelled weird, by the way. Plural spouses. Spouse. A person in a marriage or marital relationship. I feel like it should be spice, though. I like spices. That seems like a way better reference. All right. You picked the beer today. We're having Hazy Rabbit India Pale Ale from Lakefront Brewery. I'm like, why'd you pick this beer? Yes. um, (laughs) I like rabbits. So uh, Hazy Rabbit has a rabbit on the... Who's your favorite rabbit? Bugs Bunny. Is my favorite rabbit. <laughs> Bugs, Bugs Rabbit. Or is he a bunny? Is there a difference between bunnies and rabbits? Uh, Look it up! No, I, have, I can't. Can I, bunny versus rabbit. 
But yeah, I mean, Hazy Rabbit, it's an IPA. Uh, it's pretty good. Just to like randomly describe it, I would say it's a ripe citrus and tropical fruit flavor saturate every juicy swig. <laughs> I, I phrased that wrong. <laughs> Real beer connoisseur just reading exactly what the box says. No, it's pretty good though. I, I like. Well, you're going to have to look up if there's a difference between rabbit and a bunny because <laughs> I can't connect to your internet. So I'm restarting my laptop. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, Justin Tucker update though. I can do that. Three field goals and one extra point in the loss to the Titans. They just keep losing. 86 points on the year, going for the fifth consecutive year of 141 points. What do you think? Do you think he's going to get it? Have you been following Justin Tucker? I have been. I just think it's such such a cool thing, and it's very I feel like the fact that you guys are watching it, he's going to come up like a point or two short, or he's going to go over by like just barely, but it's still going to keep it close the whole time. He'll hear from us. (laughs) I'm sure he'll be waiting. We're going to berate him. If like I don't know how, <laughs> not physically. We're not. It's not going to be physical harm to Justin, but we will tweet you a lot. <laughs> not bad things, just like disappointing. How disappointing we are. We're not know? mad. We're, just we're not mad. We're just disappointed. <laughs> All right, ready. At the same time, three, two, one. Keep, Keep it up, Todd. Damn it. Yeah. We, that <laughs> 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 I didn't know. <laughs> Is that the one we always do? I don't know which one we always I do. I think we we, we just switch, but we're never on the same page. We have a 50-50 shot. What the talk? This just in. A rabbit is a small mammal, and a bunny is a small rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> is a, oh, is a bunny just a baby rabbit? You can remember this because bunny and baby both start with B. <laughs> and Redalt and rabbit both start with R. <laughs> Well, that's good to know. I think that. So I really think it's Bugs Rabbit then, right? Well, you don't know how old he is. <laughs> he's he's pretty old. It might be Bugs Rabbit. He's been around for years. Yeah, but they were well, lower the Bart Simpson's been ten for thirty years. <laughs> that's true. So is Ash Ketchum. Uh, moving on away from this, we're googling too many things today already. <laughs> Interesting. I I think I should I should have known that Bunny's just a baby rabbit. Can a bunny kill another bunny? Yes, rabbits can kill other wild rabbits. What, no, it's, a le- it's illegal. Um, Sometimes deliberately. <laughs> bunny murder? It is not unheard of for a buck to kill baby rabbits to encourage the... Okay, d- now just stop. Now you're just talk- talking about like the food chain. I'm closing the tab. I closed the tab. <laughs> um, today's episode, uh, we're going to start as always with some facts, stats, recap the highlights of week 11. Then hit you with the news updates. I'm going to keep continuously try to connect to Mike's Wi-Fi, Woo. being unsuccessful. After that, Jake has a little game for us involving draft picks. So Mike and I probably will look like idiots. I feel like draft, actual draft in real life, is like what we're probably worst at. In oh yeah, I'm glad you're saying that because I thought it was, I assumed you'd be good. No, <laughs> I don't pay attention to the draft. I usually don't even watch. I watch this year just because it was COVID and I had nothing else to do. <laughs> at the risk of embarrassing myself, I, I I won't know any of that. I don't think I'll be very good at it, except I did look up for one of our stats in an earlier episode. I looked up something about Michael Thomas and, and where he was. I, I shouldn't, shouldn't. Crap. Don't use that one. <laughs> He's not on any. Ah, yeah. good. Ah! He was like no the advantage. sixth receiver in his draft. Like like Josh Doxon went before him and a couple other names that were like, cool. But yeah, yeah anyways. I don't know. I, I don't think, because that's like the least fantasy relevant thing. Like, who cares when they were drafted? If they're putting up fantasy points, they're putting up fantasy points. Yeah, it matters. So it'll be, it'll be difficult for us, I feel like. If we're rookies, it matters like where they go. And it can matter a little bit like when, like what round at least. Because like you, you you draft a running back in the second round as opposed to the fifth, you're going to probably see what you got or give him a longer leash or something. But 
Then we'll give you our week 12 highs and lows, our prop lock of the week, and our Pro Bowl selections. I don't... Do they, like, have a plan for the Pro Bowl this year? It's online. They're playing Madden. Oh, come on. Seriously? That, that, but, wait, like, the selected Pro Bowl players are playing Madden, or does anyone is? I think it's going to be, like, a select, like, would-be captain from each team is going to play the Pro Bowl. I thought I saw it was going to be in Florida. And they, they're like, as of now, we're still going to have something. Them playing Madden... Sounds a lot better than a lot of other horrible ideas I could imagine them coming up with. That's just so strange. I don't know. Okay, well. He let's we'll talk about the people we want to watch play Madden. They should do one of those like <laughs> Fortnite Pro Ams. I haven't done one of those in a while. They like take fifty pro bowlers and put them up with a bunch of streamers <laughs> and shit. I don't know. <laughs> and well then after that we're gonna wrap things up with a special edition of Bruce Clues. So give your fact. Or your stat. Okay. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. Mine's really quick this week. I, I couldn't, I don't know what to search for. I couldn't find like how often, if at all, this has happened in the past outside of kind of recently. But in week 10, the Bengals allowed three different receivers to have top a top 12 fantasy finish on the week. So the Bengals played the Steelers. Deontay Johnson was the number five receiver that week. Chase Claypool was the number eight receiver. And Juju Smith-Schuster was the number 12 receiver. So I don't know if that has ever happened. I feel like it's probably happened, you know, a few other times before. I couldn't find anything, but that's pretty fucking crazy. Like they let three top twelve receivers. That's nuts for uh, for Bengals. They, didn't they lose like a couple big guys at the beginning of the season? I think some opt outs and some like injury right before the season started, which Superstar made their defense. Trey Wayne's was one of them. <laughs> I mean, but would he? he to be fair, he they probably would have been better than what they have. They invested some money in their defense this offseason, if I recall. And, yeah, it's been – like, I don't know. It, it was like – I feel like it's a, a mesh of, like, the struggling Bengals defense coupled with, like, how many other teams even have three receivers that could all be in the top 12 in a single game. Yeah, there's probably not too many. Bucks, maybe. But – Go Bucks. The Steelers did it. Okay. Mine. This is in regards to just the first 10 weeks. We haven't finished week 11 technically while recording yet. Correct. The Bucks still have to beat the Rams tonight. But <laughs> quarterbacks are completing passes at the highest rate through the first 10 weeks in NFL history. They're currently completing 65.7% of passes. And if this stays it, it'd be a, throughout the full season, it'd be the full season record as well. And I looked back to see, like, like look at just all past years, see if there are any crazy ones. And apparently this is nothing new. Apparently it just consistently, like, it starts in the 30s for the rankings, and it just, like, gradually, basically almost year by year, just continuously goes up and up. And the top five in order are 2020-2018, which has 64.9% for reference to the record, 2019, 2016, and then 2015. And the very lowest was in 1934 with a 31.4% completion rate. <laughs> Would you watch that? <laughs> Would you watch that football? <laughs> oh, this quarterback went 10 for 30. Well, pretty good game. Pretty good game. All of favor right there. Damn. I mean, back then you also have to assume they're run heavy too, so. I was going to say the same a pass, thing. They're probably doing like 20 passes a game. Right. Yeah, but, it's definitely become a more pass-focused league. Kind of like the mo- the lowest most recent year honestly was like two thousand it was twenty first with fifty eight point two percent but it just goes like to the through the nineties and eighties and seventies going backwards basically in order and I really don't know how to interpret it besides that they realized that like completing more passes scores more points or something like that <laughs> I guess <laughs> the math caught up well the game changes so much too I feel like it's hard to it's 
it's one thing where like basketball has changed so much where now it's all about the three pointer. But like football's hard to change. Like you got two options, run, pass. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, really right. you can't change too much of that. You can't do a three point you can throw in a run pass option. Run. Ooh, run pass. <laughs> yeah, but then there's still only two choices in that. <laughs> run or pass. <laughs> but that I don't know, that's just something to think about. Maybe quarterbacks are just better. Yeah, I don't know what it But back in the day they were all kickers too. <laughs> yeah, we learned that guy recently. <laughs> Everyone was kicking. But let's go over some highlights of the Week 11. Steelers, of course, staying undefeated after they basically wiped the floor with the Jaguars, which was no surprise to anybody <laughs> at all. Lutton finally showed his true colors, and he's not good. Yeah, it's not looking good. He's not, he's not the answer to anything there. Four interceptions and 151 yards. <laughs> it was the Steelers? Question mark? Uh, I still think I don't care who you are that's a terrible game yeah. I don't care who you're playing <laughs> it's true I feel I don't know what they do Minshew may be starting next week they don't know what they're doing I think they've given up on the season obviously but what would you do are they gonna we talked about this before I don't know are, are they gonna draft someone do they stick with Minshew a year I don't know change their coaching I feel like they have to go coach because Minshew is too young to just like give up on him yeah. I think I think his first year was just like it was a good season, and knowing they didn't have much of a team, like he was impressive enough that way, I think, which is why they kind of tried to ride him out. But, but Lutton, it's not better than Minshew, I think it's shown. Like, neither of them are winning, so that's not one thing to compare. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, Minshew does have a win. Yeah. <laughs> the, won, right? the win. Against the Colts. Yeah, that's, I don't get this season. It, it really stinks, because like, if they end up getting the first overall pick, I feel like it's hard to not grab... Trevor Lawrence, unless you... They have to... No, they got to go defense then, because they've got... They got rid of all their defensive players. They got no one right now. What they really should want is just to, like, be the second pick or something. Right. Right there. I feel like they tried to go for a throwaway season, and then James Robinson ended up being a lot more than they expected, and, like, kept them in some games. Well, if they end up getting the number one pick, then they could trade it for, like, even if they get, like, a fourth or fifth rounder out of it, trade it to the Colts. Or, no, the Colts. The Jets yes. just trade swap first rounders and get something else thrown in there just right. so like now you know we're for sure not taking him. Maybe they can give it to the Bears and the Bears can move up a spot to draft a crappy quarterback. <sighs> just talking about draft quick. Do you think Trevor Lawrence pulls out if the Jets get first pick? No, because I, I've seen stuff on that. I don't think he does because I mean, chances are they still might get it the next year either. Yeah. But the answer to your question is dependent upon the answer to another question, and you can oh you can't look it up. But is no. Adam Gase still the coach at that point in time? Because I if, think if for you, some reason he is because I think they don't want to admit how stupid they are for hiring him. Mm-hmm. So they're going to stick it out. But like if they stick it out the whole year and then they fire him at the end of the year and you have a new coach going into the draft of the season or something, maybe that maybe that helps. I think maybe. you're going to wait to the end of the season to fire Gase like. At this point, how maybe they not he because they are mathematically eliminated from playoffs. They're the first team to mathematically <laughs> get eliminated from playoffs, so their season's over already. So fire, they so fire. So I'd say either they do it now or they wait till the off season everyone and then always, just bring in a new coach to do whatever they want. Yeah, the more time, the better, right? With a new coach, but everyone just keeps saying they're like they want to keep him around, so they end up getting that first overall pick for sure. So, so maybe he sticks around and then they can him after week seventeen. Sure, let him hang out for a while. I looked it up. He's still got a job. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, they, they lost to the Chargers, which made them mathematically eliminated from playoffs by one possession. Again, Chargers not only losing games by one possession, <laughs> but winning them by one possession. And 
I want Herbert with a beautiful game, three sixty six and three touchdowns. Have you jumped off the Joshua Kelly train yet? Yeah, I'm off the stupid train. I don't know why you got on that train. Because <laughs> of the first two weeks, it was like my I just saw my third round, you know, pick actually like looking not horrible. And then after that, he's like, "Hey, just kidding, I'm horrible." <laughs> now he's like, he is not like Eckler was gone, and then he's like, "Oh, they'll 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 try him over Justin Jackson." And then Justin Jackson's like, "Just kidding, I'm better than he is." And then they sign Kalen Balaj off the practice squad or whatever the hell, and, <laughs> and they give him he's doing better. So yeah. And then also in that game, shout out to Frank Gore. Got his first touchdown of the season and now has scored a touchdown in three consecutive decades. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! So good on you, Grandpa. That's cool. PJ Walker getting the Panthers the win in the shutout versus the Lions. His first NFL win in his first start. 258 uh, touchdown, two picks. Nah, it's all right. Nah. I just like the story. His story, how he was on the, the Colts practice squad and Andrew Luck really liked him and told his dad and that his dad had something to do with the XFL. Yeah, and he was one of the coaches there. He told his dad to grab him, and then he like lit it up when the season was actually happening. And then just went back into the NFL. I like, I like the story. First I kind of like the Panthers. The Lions since like 2009, I think, or something. Yeah, the Lions, well, I don't know what they were doing. Ooh. I mean, they were missing their two best players. Yeah, yeah, it makes but. sense. And then the, we can talk about the NFC East diaper barge. <laughs> Uh, the nice. Eagles lose to the Browns. The football team beats Cincy, and the Cowboys beat the Vikings. <laughs> now the Eagles are on top at three six and one, and it's a three way tie. Second, <laughs> three and seven. Oh, that's crazy! This is that's so gross that this is an NFL division. Do you think they change the rules for playoffs again? If 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 a team that's like five and something makes the I one think, of them has to make it right they just like, need to make an executive decision and just be like none of you make it <laughs> <laughs> give it to like a deserving team panthers give it to the panthers or the vikings yeah that's the second one you'd rather watch any of those four teams in the playoffs oh, than the vikings from that angle no yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> double cook deserves and because that's just a throwaway game at least the vikings would could have a boom game where they Win right. None of those teams are winning a game in the playoffs. They're all going to be no way. <laughs> I'll put five down bucks down on whoever that wins that division to win the Super Bowl, and I'll be a millionaire for that. Yeah, happens. yeah, you absolutely <laughs> should. Some revenge games this past week: Seahawks tie up the season against the Cardinals, and the Chiefs do the same against the Raiders. I'm just excited for like the playoff. Like those are two matchups I could we see yeah. the playoffs again, which would be awesome matchups. Absolutely, Chiefs Raiders is a lot of fun. It was, I like I know I got a lot of points out. Of it. I had a Hill and Waller playing. Yeah, <laughs> so it was very rewarding for me. I hated it. Oh. <laughs> I lost on the last touchdown of the game oh, with the Mahomes to Kelsey oh. to take me out in our dynasty league. That's damn awesome. brutal. My last play of the game. My team showed up this week in dynasty. I I I've been ripped apart with injuries. I lost Sutton at the beginning of the year. I've lost Eckler for the whole uh, album year. I had CJ Ozuma on IR. And then this past week, I had David Johnson out and then DeAndre Swift out. So I ended up starting Brashad Perriman and Tim Patrick in my two flex spots. I got 12.4 and 14.4. So I was super happy <laughs> that that worked out. Like, I I got, I don't know if I lucked out. And I had to start Philip Lindsay as my running back number two. That's rough. But he got me 8.2 points. He also lost me in the game last week because I shouldn't have started him. But this week I didn't have a choice. I literally... Why? Well, my choice was Philip Lindsay or Alexander Mapson. I made the right choice. Yeah. But... <laughs> I had a good week. I uh, I think I'm going to be in first place now because I'm beating 
the guy who's in first place, we're both going to be nine and two. We're one and one against each other, but we still have tonight to play. Or I think I do. I don't know if he does, but I have six points more for. No, he's got people to play. You don't. Oh, yeah. Brady is. Uh, I was thinking of Brady, who, who I didn't start. He's so, got, okay, uh, so I probably won't be in first, then. He'll probably have the tiebreaker, I assume. Who does he have? Oh, yes. I'm his only loss so far this season. Yeah, if Robert Woods gets more than six points, I'll be in second still. Started the wrong quarterback. Fucking Matt Ryan. Stupid. Uh, and then last, but kind of least, Wisconsin still hates MVS. I there I get, people are being harsh on him. I get it, but like people are, this is the religion here is the Packers. He just started doing good stuff. He I know. Got a, on that fourth, that fourth and something yeah. or whatever on that start of that drive, he like got a big catch. I yeah. feel like he's just getting that Bostic treatment. Yeah, that, bo- that Bostic. Well, Bostic was next day. You're off the team. Yeah. <laughs> you blew the. Well, that was in playoffs too. Wasn't yeah. It? Playoffs. That was yeah. a little more. And that, that wasn't the only reason. Like, there were a lot of things that happened at the end of that game that contributed to a horrible loss. Well, yeah, MVS, people finally started getting on the side because he had 200 yards, over 200 yards, three touchdowns in the previous two games. Now he fumbles away the ball in overtime to set up the game, losing field goal to the Colts. And I, I think everyone's just thankful Lazard's coming back. Like, he barely did anything this past game, two catches, but still, that's a start. And once he's fully back, it'll MVS can fade away to the shadows again. I don't know, about, I guess, about other Packer fans that be curious for your opinion, but I don't, I don't hate him, but I'm not fond of him. Like I, it just, it's like a love and hate relationship. Like he keeps doing really great things and he keeps doing really awful things. I think he had his chance once like Geronimo Allison left. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be like the guy and then Lazard came out of nowhere last year to like prove to be the number two and then went down early. So it was like MVS's chance to come back again. And I feel it just didn't really happen for him. There's no way he's on the Packers next year. Like they're going to do, they need to do something in free agency slash the draft, obviously. Like they should have done this year. Right. And then they'll have um, opt out. Devin Funches. Funches. Who is better than MBS? Probably. He should be. And I feel like MBS is going to get it. Bye. I see. I feel like like the last few games, like there's multiple moments where you see Rodgers just like scowling from something he did, and then multiple <laughs> moments where you see him like ecstatic for something he did. Well, it's because he's, it he's it's a gamble every time he throws to yeah. him. It's like, oh shit, I don't know what's going to happen. But, like, man, like, it's not like he missed, like, a, a deep bomb that, like, could have won us the game or something. Like, he just fumbled a stupid-ass, like, short little pass or something. Like, let's go. Well, let's talk some of the news updates. Um, getting updates as they happen. A lot have happened since we, in just the past couple hours. First one, biggest one, of course, Joe Burrow. Torres ACL out for the rest of the season. That sucks for Bengals fans and really the league as a whole because... They were out. They're not making playoffs. And these games are like the ones that really matter for rookies because they can – doesn't really matter. There's no consequence if you lose. Right. And you can try stuff. You can really get the experiences. So that sucks that he's missing that part. It's not – not to say it's not competitive anymore, but it's more open to risks. I don't know. He's having a great rookie year. And, and the more recent news update that came through, I'm trying to remember the details, like it was his ACL and his MCL. And, and something else. I thought yeah, it was more serious than expected. A lot of structural damage. I don't know if that changes like him being back for next year or not or, or anything. I, I, I didn't read that. But, but yeah, that's sad. Yeah, uh, I think Herbert now all but has rookie of the year after that. I think he should. I honestly was on Herbert over Burrow anyways. I was kind of leaning that way, just kind of looking at, at at things, but it was it was still at least a competition. No, I don't think it would be. Who's your rookie? I feel like it has to be Herbert. I mean, I don't know who else would even be like 
James Robinson for it. He would be the only one. I mean, they're not going to give it to like Chase Young as yeah. a defensive player, and obviously Tua got pulled last Jesse game. Jesse Jefferson. So. He, he, yeah, he, he, I think he would be he would be one of the only ones that have a chance. I think yeah. it's also one of those things. I think where a quarterback just you know it's they just have more opportunities yeah. for it. Yeah. I know. I I kind of wish there was like some. There's MVP, but then there uh, there's offensive player of the year, which is usually not a quarterback. But still, it, like MVP is just so easy to get as a quarterback. Right. You got so many more options to prove you're an MVP. Whereas the other ones, you have to be like chosen. Like, oh, he, I don't know when the last time wide receiver won MVP, but Randy Moss was the Did he win? Oh no, Randy Moss didn't win it. Son of a bitch. He never even led the league in receiving yards. Oh, sorry. Remember that fact? Snew <laughs> oh, did Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's right. I remember. I do remember you saying that now. <laughs> do you even listen? <laughs> that was weeks ago. That was probably a month and a half ago. Uh, yeah, but Ryan Finley now set up to do nothing of value for fantasy people. And I feel like all of their receivers kind of drop in value as well. Sorry, T. Higgins people, but you're not going to be getting that same stuff anymore. Oh, that's going to – that's <laughs> like my dynasty team going in. Like I, I, I should If be anything, okay, but... A.J. Green gets a bump up because he's established at least I was fully. just going to say, as part of that, is A.J. Green for sure out the door now? Like, there's no way he's there next season. I didn't think he was going to be anyways. Yeah, I would, I would. I don't think, think he wants to stick around with all those young guys. He wants to be like, okay, let me get to a team that – is like guaranteed playoffs because Bengals could still not be a playoff team for two, three years, but we'll see. I am excited for Burrow and Higgins like long term though. I think that's going to be a good, like a popular you know quarterback yeah. receiver duo. And I'm excited for Justin Jefferson and whoever their quarterback <laughs> is next year. <laughs> Justin Jefferson and anyone. And anyone. <laughs> I mean, he's proven that he can do it with oh, Cousins. I mean, obviously Kirk Cousins isn't the worst quarterback out there, but he's not a good one. <laughs> About an eighty-four million dollar guarantee. Uh, more injuries. Randall Cobb injured his toe. Oh, no, no, he will miss time and the Thanksgiving matchup. And we've talked about playing times so how much value he has as like the third wide receiver on the team. So I think it hurts the Texans, and I think Kiki Kuti is the guy to fill in. And this, like, he's young enough that he can still like revive himself here and show he should be part of the team and everything. But a touchdown this past week because Cobb got hurt. Well, no, yeah, I'm backing you up. <laughs> but I think, I think, I mean, he does like gets forty yards a game, kind of like Cobb was doing. That's more than enough for a wide receiver three, at least. Yeah, Cooks and um, Fuller already have their roles defined and all that, so makes sense. Rex Burkhead expecting miss time with knee injury. He had good value in PPR leagues, and I think James White is going to pick up that value. And the Pants are actually somewhat consistent with like their running back roles now. Like people, their running backs actually have things to do, not just do whatever. Suits that play yeah. <laughs> like it normally is. So I'm like, I would be comfortable always starting um, Damian Harris. Damian Harris now. Sony Michelle, we'll see what happens. He he was activated, but he's off IR, but he was still out. He was an active mm-hmm. for the game. Right. So I don't know what they'll do with him, but James White's going to be the receiving back like Burkhead was now. So he, he gets a bunch of value, I think, in PPR now. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I, I am really. Interesting. I'm not super concerned, but I'm a little concerned to see. Just, I mean, I'm I'm really interested to see what happens when Sony Michelle is actually active again, and if, like, I think Damian Harris has proven himself to to be better, but Sony Michelle's not like that old or anything like that. Like, no. he, you know, so I, I wonder if they'll split it a bit, or if, if like, is Damian going to get like sixty percent of what he was getting with Sony getting forty, or is it going to be a lot more in Damian's favor than that, or who knows? The Jets. 
Michael Perrine is gonna miss a few weeks, so that 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 doesn't matter to anyone. I it might matter to us because we might go pick up Frank Gore again and clearly because <laughs> we're hurting bad. But our um, first win with with fucking Frank Gore and Adrian Peterson is our two starting running backs. We're that good. Woo! Adam Thielen just got placed on the reserve and COVID list, but he's got plenty of time to clear that up. But it's something to watch. Greg Olson on injured reserve from the Seahawks. And Disley gets a little oh. pickup. Um, I like Disley. I liked Disley last year before he had the injury. I don't know what his... I'd be curious to see what his like involvement has been so far. I've seen him a fair amount. Not a huge amount, but decent enough. He's seeing... He hasn't seen more than two targets in any game except for week seven. I mean, granted, you know, this is before that injury. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it helps. I wouldn't be like trying to pick up a start Will Disley at least now without seeing it. But if you, maybe hey, with how tight ends are this year, it it might be worth pretty it actually because the tight ends are a buck a piece. And Will Disley has been really good. He's had now two back to back like really bad injuries. So it like it, it's good to even see him playing. But yeah, maybe get some uptick. I, I wouldn't be interested in starting him, but I, you know, maybe if you got a spot to spare, you can pick him up and see what happens. And then uh, Mark Ingram's and J.K. Dobbins tested positive for COVID and are out for the Thanksgiving match against the Steelers. Just, uh, just Gus Edwards would be a decent flex start, but keep in mind they're still playing the Steelers. Yeah. And that could be difficult. But it's in a lot of leagues, you won't have many options. And start him. I don't think there's any other. Real news. There's always news popping up, and I'm sure someone will randomly get a concussion and be marked out after the waivers already ran for the day. God damn it, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> I think I won a matchup because I was I was going to pick up Carlos Hyde. I was considering it. And then our waivers run at eleven AM and I think the news came out at like one o'clock that Swift is out for for with a concussion. I'm like, I don't have another. I don't have another starting running back. Like, I'm screwed. But it turned out I still won. Des Bryant caught four footballs. I know. I saw that. That's pretty good. I think he dropped one too. That would make up the five targets. Perfect. <laughs> uh, let's move on and let's play this this draft game. So you explain it, and then we will listen to you explain it, and then we will follow the explanation. All right, so I will give you the year and the position. Oh, I need a pencil. And then I will give you three players that were drafted in that year, and you need to put them in order for me. Okay, <laughs> we got the rules. All right. Uh, and we're playing for a case of beer. Yep, we decided on that a week ago. Alcoholic beer. No NAs. Damn. Okay. Do they make cases of NA beer? Uh, they make like 12 packs. Play that rack of duels, please. They make like a 12, 12 pack. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's let's do it. All right, so I'll start a little more recent for kind of people that are probably in your head already. So we're going 2020 draft. I watched most of this one. Looking at receivers. Wide? The wide ones. Okay. Please put these three okay, in order. Look at mine. I'm trying to like block you, <laughs> block you with this, but also write so you can't see mine. Okay. Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, and Henry Ruggs III. Okay, I think I have my order. I think I do too, but I gotta double think it. Hmm. I think I'm right. Did you double think it? I did. I thought uh, twice. Can I Google? My internet, no, my, that's not fair. My internet doesn't work. <laughs> my internet's not going. You can't Google. I feel like it would be cheating. Okay, I think I got my answer. Wait, yeah. Did you yeah. number yours and write it down? Yeah. Okay. 
Who's number one? Do you, should we say it at the same time, or how do we do it? We can do that. Say it at the same time. Okay. Okay, who's the first receiver? Ruggs. Ruggs. Yep. Judy. I said CeeDee Lamb. Judy. Did yes, and Lamb. Those are the ones I, I was like... I <laughs> because was, Mike McCarthy got a huge erection when it was their time. When he fell to him, yeah. And, and, I, I, and I knew Lamb was like... I knew Ruggs, for some reason, went first. Yeah. And and I knew nobody that. knew why. I should have trusted my gut, which was saying that Broncos probably had a better pick than the... The Cowboys. I didn't even think of it that way, but now I'm going to think of it that way. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I just I just kind of knew this one, and yeah. I didn't think of it like okay. thinking of the teams. So we'll give Kyle the point on that one. <laughs> just to try and make it still somewhat easy, we're going to do 2020 receivers again. Woo! Ooh, was the Packers one going to be on there? <laughs> Last. <laughs> All right. So we have T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson, and Claypool. Oh man, this one's hard. Um, I feel less confident than the previous one that I got wrong, so that that's a good sign. <laughs> you guys both okay. ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay, first receiver Jefferson. Jefferson. Yep. Second receiver Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, <laughs> my chance. <laughs> Woo! Ah, rats. Oh, no. All right. Who is third? <laughs> Chase Claypool I had that one right too oh man woo alright we were on I remember we you watched this too because we were talking on the headset playing PlayStation did we watch the second day oh, I think we did no <laughs> alright <laughs> no, I, I don't think I did alright so now we're gonna skip here we're gonna go 2018 and now we're gonna get them all wrong <laughs> quarterbacks well Mike already got them all wrong get out of here okay <laughs> your quarterbacks yeah, are six right Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold. Think I got it. Oh fuck! Hold on. I have numbers written down. Um, much. It is a start. <laughs> yeah, I think I got it. Okay. <sighs> First pick, Rosen. Rosen. Wrong. No. Is it Darnold? It is Darnold. He was the number three pick that year. Oh man. Who did you guys have as two? Well, I'm going to switch it to Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> they will be wrong. Oh, no! <laughs> so, Allen was second. Dar- or Rosen was last? Yes. So, that year was Darnold, Allen, Rosen. Rosen was like first. Three, seven, was ten. Like, dang. I th- why did I think Ro- Rosen was like one? What is your... I had Rosen, Darnold, Allen. I had Rosen, Darnold, Allen. Damn. Okay, well, that... No one got that one. That's fair enough. Do you give effort points? No. Damn. We don't consider effort. <laughs> I put here. more effort into it. <laughs> I can tell, though. Well, no That's why we can't give it out. Because <laughs> I'd be winning by so much already. My guess is always the order you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to stick in 2018, and we're going to go receivers now. We did so well on quarterbacks. You, yeah, that's why, that's why we're going back to receivers. It is Cortland Sutton. I like him. Calvin Ridley. I do not care for him much. DJ Moore. Oh God. Um, this is hard. This <laughs> one's really hard because it's like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. Sutton Ridley Moore. Oh God. Is that your order? No, that's the order he said it. So is that your order? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? I guess. Mike. Uh, I'm ready. All right. First receiver. Ridley. Ridley. No. The Rats! Uh, who'd you guys have as a second receiver? Sutton. Moore. 
No. <laughs> it was Ridley, probably. <laughs> Damn. It was DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton. I didn't get any of those. They I were had picks, Sutton as the third guy. They were picks 24, 26, and 40. Damn. Wow. See, that's why I didn't know it, because I didn't know where any of them were drafted. <laughs> <laughs> but if Sorry. you had known them, then where they were, then you probably would have got it right. I feel like we're just going to be going way downhill from here now. <laughs> well, hey, I got the first two right, and that's all that matters. You might, yeah, you might get a couple of good guesses in. Do so now we're going... We're going a year prior. 2017 receivers. You oh, said God. <laughs> we have Cooper Cup, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chris Godwin. Um, I have no reference. This, oh my God, I honestly have no clue. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I knew we'd do be bad. <laughs> I'm, you I'm guys not... started out so strong, though. <laughs> Especially you, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. The very first one I'm so sad about. Okay. I have an answer. You Enjoy. both got an answer down? Yeah. Okay. First receiver. Godwin. Cooper Cup. Yes! Oh, yeah, that's what I had. Second receiver. <laughs> Juju. Yes. Yeah! Uh, and then Godwin. I had Godwin and Cup switched. Did you use number two? Yes, I got that right, so that's a point. And I got three points and we're tied. No, then yeah. I got more Wait, points. Wait, you would have one more point. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I'm so bad. I got I got twenty twenty, right? <laughs> Shit. Alright, so then we're going same twenty seventeen twenty seventeen. Wow. Running backs. We have Chris Carson, Aaron Jones, James Conner. I know Neither one. of them, none of these guys were starters when they were drafted their rookie year. So this is hard. I think I, I feel pretty pretty good. 17. I'm going to write down the round I think they were drafted. I'm going to say first or second. Or third. <laughs> Maybe. You guys both got it? Oh, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I guess, whatever. I'm going this. Number one. Nope. Oh, yeah, I'm going with it. I'm sticking with my answer. Okay, number one running back. Chris Carson. James Conner. Second. Er, oh, okay. Why do you know this one? I don't know. <laughs> Second running back. Jones. Aaron Jones. Yep. Damn it! I had Jones Woo! and Car I had Jones right. I think do you have the rounds they were drafting or not? I have the pick they were, I don't have the rounds. Okay. So. <gasps> Jer- Jones was a fifth round pick, I'm pretty sure. Fourth or fifth. And I think Chris Carson was a sixth round pick. Yeah, I believe so. And then I, I think I just wrote third round pick for James Conner. Yeah, Connor was one oh five, Jones was one eighty four. Carson was 252. I had it. Hey, we're tied up, baby. Last two reverse. (laughs) It's got to be worth something. Damn it. (laughs) Hold on, Mike. What did you have for 2017 receivers? Because I don't think you had them in order. Oh, I had Cup, Juju, Godwin. It is Juju, Cup, Godwin. No! Ah, Take it away, bitch! Oh, Reds. I thought you were going to give my answer. I was going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm swinging it this way. Well, Juju's moved, then you're definitely not ready. (laughs) No, I didn't get any of them right, though. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is now we're just getting even further back. Oh, it's gonna be even so worse now. This is gonna be more telling of receivers that are also no longer relevant. So we have a 2014 oh, wide receiver class. Oh, they are Jordan Matthews, <laughs> Devonte Adams, and Calvin Benjamin. Oh man, I I don't feel super confident, but I have an order down. I do too. Like I said, it's looking more when they, like, used to be relevant back in the yeah. day, so... I'm just thinking of, like, disappointments. 
Like that, that is that is the way. They're to look more at disappointing it. the higher they were picked. Yes, that's true. That's true. All right, so the first receiver, not Jordan Matthews. I put Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin. Shit. Second. Well, now this one's gonna be Jordan Matthews. Baby. Yeah, I knew that. I knew Calvin Benjamin was a, a pretty. I knew Adams was not the Adams was like a third round or something. I yep. Know. So Calvin Benjamin was number twenty-eight. Jordan Matthews was number forty-two. Devontae was number fifty-three. Damn so it. now it is two to two. Now we're tied. Oh, I started out really good, and then I did worse. <laughs> I get stronger as time goes on. So now we're going real old school. You're going 2013 quarterbacks. Woo-hoo. Okay, this is. I feel like I'm better at quarterbacks, but well, I say that now. Wait until you hear the names. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we have Blake Bortles, Mike Glennon, uh, to the Bucks, Geno Smith. To the Jets and EJ Manuel. Oh, I'm to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one I'm more confident than any of the other previous ones. Are you serious? No. I'm not <laughs> 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 um, when did Brett Favre play for the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is like okay. All right. I'm wrong, but... I think I'm ready. I, I Are you both ready? Yeah. Okay. Who was the first quarterback? Geno Smith. Geno Smith. No. It was Mike Glennon, wasn't it? No. It was the other one, then. <laughs> that is the <laughs> other one. So, I had Smith, Manuel, Glennon. I had Smith, Glennon, Manuel. It went EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Mike Glennon. Picks 16, 39, and 73. I did it Mike Glennon third. <laughs> this is like... I so can we do more twenty twenties? Because I I'm pretty good at those ones. I, I know you would be. <laughs> oh crap! Twenty twenty kickers. We got like three more if you guys are ready for them. Yeah, well we're tied, so we got to get one of them. All right, otherwise we don't know. Do we? Should we come up with an emergency tiebreaker if the other three? No, because I'll, I'll just win it, and then we won't. There you go. Deal with it. No, <laughs> we're, we're going even older on quarterbacks, like Kyle said. Twenty eleven quarterbacks. Colin Kaepernick, Andy Dalton, and Tyrod Taylor. Um, you guys ready? No. All right. I don't feel good. <laughs> okay. All right. Number one quarterback. Tyrod Dalton. Taylor. Andy Dalton. Shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Second quarterback. That's Tyrod right there. That is Colin Kaepernick right there. Ah! And then Tyrod. It was pick 35, pick 36, and Tyrod was pick 180. Wow. Damn. Dalton I... Kaepernick right next to each other. That's crazy. Well, we got two more, so. Just my Well, look, we got to get one of these right, hopefully. <laughs> we are going 2010 wide receivers. We have Demarius Thomas. Des Bryant, Golden Tate. Now I want everyone to know I'm I'm putting my answers down purely on guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my <laughs> <laughs> Um, 2010. What was going on, man? Man, I was in high school. Junior year. Junior year. What did they've been seeing? Uh, 10, 10 into 10. 11, yeah. I have a guess that's going to be wrong. Do you also have a guess, Mike? <laughs> I do. Okay. And it actually was alphabetical. Who is the first receiver? <laughs> Demarius <laughs> Thomas. Demarius Thomas. Oh! Who is the second receiver? Des? 
Yes. Yes! Oh. And then Golden Tate! Oh. Oh, yes. I, I does Tate Thomas. Oh, man. We have one more? We have so one more, it. so Mike could tie it, in which I do have, I think, one more unused hey, one. Just get it wrong. I'll try. So we are. You know, I have as much of a chance to get it wrong as well. That doesn't make sense. The same chance to get it wrong as you get it right. So we are still in 2010, looking at quarterbacks. Okay, this one I might be okay. Blake Bortles. The quarterbacks are Colt McCoy, Blake Bortles, Tim Tebow, and Sam Bradford. Mike, you have. I have a comment. Surprisingly, I'm confident. not. Suave. I'm not ready. <laughs> I've got. I've got to think about one thing. Quick. Okay. You can think for thirty more seconds at the cost of one point. Okay. I, <laughs> I have kidding. a question though. When um, did Peyton Manning win the Super Bowl? Oh no, not two thousand ten because that was the Packers. Well, that's that's the Packers. Packers. Oh yeah, Rodgers. That's right. I've never heard of her. Hey, if you just say a random year, chances are if you say Brady, you're right. <laughs> two thousand fifteen. <laughs> Brady. Is it really? Is it actually? Yeah, they won in 16. I hope it's not. Yeah, didn't they win 15, 16, 18? I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm Kyle. Ah! Patriots! <laughs> See? <laughs> Was it? They won three back to back? Oh, no, they didn't. They just won this one. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Do you both have an order? Um. Oh, Kyle's still thinking. Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking, or yeah, you got one. I got an order. All right. Who is the first quarterback? My Say your answer. Water. Say your answer. Sam Bradford. Yes, he, I know that. He was number one overall. Yes, I knew that one. Who was the second quarterback? Colt McCoy. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yes! Uh, Woo! I was hoping Tim Tebow might have been. I don't remember when he was trying. I just was hoping he might have been. I, I went purely off of college game. that he was huge in college. Colt McCoy was two, mm-hmm. but Tim Tebow was bigger. And that alone. I knew Bradford was the number one pick, so then after that... I yeah, yeah. Bradford was college. one, Tim Tebow was 25, Colt McCoy was 85. I think I figured out an earlier... So we were really confused about Josh Rosen, thinking he was super early. I think we were mistaking it with Sam Bradford on the Cardinals. No. <laughs> I wasn't. I was like, yeah, no, I just had it wrong. I just had it straight up. I just had it wrong. I was like, I was. I remember saying, I I remember a Cardinals quarterback being drafted super early, but I I thought it was Rosen, but it was Bradford. It was Kyler Murray. Was, I don't, I don't Kyler Bradford. Murray did. Was Bradford drafted by the Cardinals? Uh, no, was, Rams. Rams. Oh yeah, and then he was on the Vikings for a while. Remember that year where the Vikings had like three actual starting quarterbacks? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Who was it? It was him and Bridgewater and. The other white guy. Oh, yeah. No, the other mobile guy. Oh, I wasn't thinking... I was thinking Case Keenum, so I was not thinking was it mobile Case? guy. Eh? What year was that? He's been, I think he's been on the Vikings. I don't have internet, but look up, like, <laughs> 2016 Vikings? Somewhere yeah, let's say it's a more recent year. Wait, who did they have? They had... Because they had s- then Bridgewater came back, and they didn't start him, and I was like, why are you not starting Bridgewater? I'm still impressed he just went 4-2 and two in that game. Mm, mm, mm. I know a lot of them were probably lucky guesses, but... No, the first two were. The first two, I, I figured you knew because they were a little more recent. And then I got the first two and the last two right, <laughs> but that was all I needed. In between, a strong, yeah, strong start, strong finish. That's all you needed. I think it was Case Keenum. Was it Case? Unless we're thinking Christian Ponder. No, I don't think so. No. I feel like no, no one. No, that was the man for Teddy Bridgewater and Case Keenum. No, it was that year. It was the 2014. It was the Bridgewater Castle Ponder. That's it. Because, Matt Castle. Yeah. 
Other white guy. Oh, man. I can't believe we thought I would not consider him mobile, though. Football, <laughs> no. I think that's what's throwing me off, is that, like, looking back, it's really easy to see that Christian Ponder's not a good football player. Yeah. Taking shots! Yeah. Pow! All right, well, you owe me another case of beer now. <sighs> Thanks for more beer. God damn it. I'm not going to need to buy my <laughs> that own That was a fun while. game, though. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I did. I actually, I only got two points. I did better than I thought I would. <laughs> a lot of the ones we got wrong, we were close. Like, Boy Cloth by one. Well, there was only three choices. Yeah, let's get... <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to our highs and lows. Um, Jake, you can just feel free to tell us where you think think we're wrong or if we're right, or if you've got anyone in mind. Oh, I'd love to. But quarterbacks, I'm going to start off high with my boy Deshaun Watson because he I, – I just wish he had an offensive line. <laughs> Imagine if he had an offensive line. He's putting up freaking 30-point fantasy games. Imagine if he had an offensive line. He'd be doing so much more. He technically has one. Technically. <laughs> Not strategically. Or, or of course. physically. <laughs> They're playing the Lions on Thanksgiving, and I expect Watson to do well because I expect I ex- expect a good game out of that. The Texans just beat the Patriots, and the Patriots just beat the Ravens. So a lot of teams don't make sense right now. Or the Texans are better than the Ravens. Eh? Ravens have been looking kind of garbage. <laughs> That's true. So I expect a good game of it, so I expect a lot of passing still be involved, and Duke Johnson hasn't done anything really. He's done less than the other D. Johnson. Um, now that he's out, so Watson's the key, and that's obvious already, but if the Lions get back Galladay and Swift, this should be an even more competitive game, and I think, I mean, Swift was out on a concussion. You'd think he'd be coming back. Galladay has a decent shot. But that would make it that much more better of a game, giving more chance for Watson to rack up points, um, keeping it competitive. But either way, I'm very high on Watson. And if they're out, those guys, it's you know, it's not going to hurt. That doesn't affect much, Watson. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I, I don't know what to think there because it's a short week playing on Thursday. So, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be low on Lamar Jackson, who is going to have a very average, if not below average, day against the Steelers, also on Thanksgiving. That would be fine. I didn't realize that was a Thanksgiving game. That's going to be fucking that, awesome. Because yeah, what is the Cowboys game? I don't even care because it's the Cowboys, but... That's the, the middle game of Thanksgiving. Cowboys just have to play on they Thanksgiving. Play or, or they play the Washington football, football team. team. Okay, I like to watch them because of Jerry McLaurin, so... <laughs> well, it's the only game on, so you don't have a choice either. Mm-hmm. Last time up against Pittsburgh, he had 208, two touchdowns, two picks, and two fumbles. And Jackson, he's been a startable quarterback this year, but he's been average at best and there's probably a waiver wire play that will get you more points and if, if a lot of teams on the playoff bubble right now fantasy wise and so you may need to start taking risks and feel like starting someone else potentially over Lamar Jackson is a good opportunity for that risk to pay off Jackson's ceiling is much lower than other quarterbacks this week his floor isn't bad at all, right? But his he ceiling the, yeah, against that yeah. Steelers D, which you saw him have struggle against already once this year, nothing's changed for the Steelers D. The Ravens actually have less weapons. They lost a backup tight end, and they're not without Dobbins or Ingram. So yeah. I don't see anything really improving there. So I feel like it's going to be a, another fifteen pointer for Jackson, if not less. He'll probably pass pretty poorly and run for a little more than he like without the, any other running backs. He might have to, but. But it's not going to be enough. That's going to be a fun game to watch. All right, uh, my high quarterback this week is Justin Herbert versus the Buffalo Bills. The now unquestioned frontrunner for Offensive Rookie of the Year keeps impressing. You already said it, but he threw for 366 yards, three touchdowns. I love Herbert. Picks. I just, I just really like <laughs> Herbert. Like yeah. he's like of ooh, all. Ooh, I, 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 I'm a fan of a lot of rookies this year, but Herbert is. I think he's awesome. 
Apparently, I didn't realize this. His haircut? That's, uh, yeah. What? It's short now? That's yeah, the first should, time he's he cut it since his sophomore year of college. Why? I, I loved it. Well, he won, so. He wins a game, he's like, going to shave my hair off? He's going to run out of hair. Well, no, he <laughs> shaved and then he won. Yeah. Oh. So he's going to run out of hair. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like just long hair. But I, I think he's going to be great. He, he, he had a really good he game. He looks like a teenager. He looks like a little teenager. He is. He's like 20 something, right. 21 or something. You know what teenager means? <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> really, his really good game was against the Jets, but the Bills aren't really that much better or like the tougher of a matchup. They're uh, second most allowed fantasy points to quarterbacks in the last three games they've played. Uh, They've played the the Patriots and then the Seahawks and the Cardinals, so the matchups have been aside from the Patriots, they've been pretty good. But uh, the the Bills are are doing not too much, and I think Herbert's going to take advantage. It's just a good offense, so so they're gonna they're gonna light it up. I don't know if Eckler's on they, the bubble. Eckler, I don't think he'll come back this week, but maybe next week. I, I don't think they need him for Herbert to have a good game. I, I think I would just. Help. I think he'll help. He'll boost his game a lot because that's. Yeah. I think that's like at least an extra like 30, 40 pass yards just flipping it off to your yeah, like it's better than Josh Kelly. I think he'll be great even if Eckler's not there, but if Eckler yeah. is there, it only helps Herbert as well for sure. And then I'm low on Matt Ryan. The Raiders just the, the matchup is <laughs> it's Matt Ryan. The Raiders uh, have actually been pretty solid against the fantasy quarterbacks in the last few weeks, like more recently. Although they did actually let up a big game to Justin Herbert. But yeah, no, you guys were laughing, but you're right. I fucking hate Matt Ryan. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, all aboard the fucking <laughs> last Ryan train. Screw you, buddy. It's <laughs> garbage. You never know when to start him. Like before, like earlier in the season, I was like, okay, he's good when Julio Jones is there, and he's bad when Julio Jones isn't there. But no, it just turns out he's just unpredictable. He's just I wonder what team he's going to lead to a sub 500 season <laughs> next year. <laughs> Can't wait to see if he's if they're not winning games, and he's got Julio Jones and Ridley, and even Gage and Hooper. Hooper, yeah. Like, where's he going to go? That's better than that. Doesn't have that. Ah, yeah, he does. Hooper's on the Browns. Oh, the, you're right. You're right. Uh, the Hurst. Yeah, I do have somebody who's supposed to. They both moved. That that might be Hurst that's not that good, too, though. Hurst was the tight end, two on his own team last year, and he was doing amazing. I'm not not trying to say Hurst is bad or that, like, he would be the difference to make Matt Ryan good. I'd say maybe a downgrade from Hooper. I would say that for sure, yeah. But still, not bad. Like, Hurst is a good tight end. Doesn't take much to be a good tight end this year. He was on the Ravens, who mix it up a lot, too. Kind of like the Rams. Yeah. Running backs, I'm high on Antonio Gibson from the football team. The one and only. The Washington one. Um, I'm not picking all Thanksgiving people on purpose. <laughs> uh, it's just a coincidence, but he's playing Dallas, and last time they played, he had 128 and a tutty, and uh, just uh, Antonio Gibson, just do it again. It's a division game, and the division is very up for grabs, as you can tell by the dumpster fire. <laughs> So it should be a good game, not to mention the Cowboys giving up the second most rush yards in the league. I, I've been watching Antonio Gibson this season. I like him a lot. I think he's going to have another good game. They, I don't know if you heard of this or not, but like they were talking about how like he he wasn't getting much work earlier in the season. He's coming out more now, and a lot of times it's like uh, they're it, it was like one of those acclimation things. Like it, it he just they they're trying to be smart about his intelligence of the playbook and stuff like that. And so he's he's showing it. He's he's. I don't know what his snap percentages are, but I know he's going up. Which is awesome. And I'm low on Melvin Gordon from the Broncos up against the Saints D, who just completely shut down Todd Gurley. Completely shut him down. I benched Todd Gurley at the last second. He was my low guy. You're welcome. I think I benched for Damian Harris in one of my leagues or something. Uh, Maybe a receiver, but oh, what a good move that was. (laughs) Gordon looks good right now just because he got two touchdowns against the Dolphins, but the Saints are a very different story defensive-wise. 
Also note that Lindsay had one more carry than Gordon in that Dolphins game. And I said a couple weeks ago that Lindsay should just take over those starting that starting position. He's doing better than Lindsay than um, Gordon when given the chance. I've always been a fan of Lindsay, never been a fan of Gordon. So when they joined up, you knew which side I was on. <laughs> but this also brings up something that I want to bring up. Someone on Twitter, I think it was Saturday. Or maybe Sunday before the games, they tweeted at us, and that tweet to us said, "Good morning." <laughs> that was very nice, very, a proper, very, a very, very proper tweet. Very, very, very nice. Good morning, and it was just straight uh, directly at us, not even a reply. They just tweeted us, which that's, is great. That was the first big... time like someone just like reached out to us. He said, "Fulgham or Crowder non PPR, and Gurley or Duke Johnson non PPR." Go look up how all four of those guys did. Did they wait? I think I know this because I, I did they all do poorly. Oh, they all did garbage. <laughs> look it up. Look sure. it up. So, so it was Fulgham or Crowder and Gurley or Duke Johnson. What would you have said? I, I said, I said they're it's tough. I'd go Crowder and Gurley because the Eagles' offense is getting crowded now that people are returning, and Duke may get better yardage than Gurley, which he did, but Gurley has been getting a lot of touchdowns, and Fulgham had. 1.3. Oh my god, he had one catch for eight yards, yeah. Now look up Crowder. Crowder I would have picked over... Crowder had more points even because it's not Crowder had 2.3. Oh yeah, there you go. And now look up Gurley. <laughs> eight carries for 26 yards and a catch for three yards. So 3.4 total if you're in a half point. And then Duke Johnson. <laughs> oh no. I probably would have picked... And Duke Johnson got five points. So I, I, just, I just tweeted back in a day, I go... Just look back and see how it went. I'm so sorry you had to start any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I didn't Who's make... the person? Give him a shout out. There was no... It's a football, fantasy football guy. Hey, there you go, fantasy football guy. But, I mean, there were no wrong answers, but there were no right answers either, so... Yeah. <laughs> there were only right <laughs> I just felt so bad when I looked up the stats. I was like, oh man, did I give this guy bad advice? But there was no advice <laughs> worth saving that life. Just, just bench them all. It was bad. But who you got at your running backs? <laughs> My high running back this week is, unfortunately, David Montgomery versus the Green Bay Packers. Um, is he even for sure playing? I, I looks like he's on track to last I saw. I think they had a bye. Your, your high quarterback game. last week was Jameis Winston. How did he do? Dude, yeah. I looked, I wrote, I, I've been doing that lately. I've been writing like, so I, I used to not do this. I, that is not on me. Like, if you started, if you follow my advice and you started Jameis Winston, you're an idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> because I called this like, well, Mike before. said he'd have a good game. I think we got Taysom Hill news of him starting on like Wednesday or Thursday at the earliest. Like, where it was like even hinted at or whatever. And this was a Monday recording. Jameis Winston would have been great, anyways. But yeah, um, yeah, anyways, my high running back. Uh, I guess, yeah, with Montgomery, is he. I, I thought he was on track to play coming off of the concussion. They had a bye week this week as well, so he was ready, you know, should be ready to go. And he's been at practice. Um, he's a full participant at practice uh, today on Monday, so he should be good to go. This is not like me thinking David Montgomery's good, he's bad at the game of football. But so is the Packers' defense against... You're making a good backs. argument. I might want to start him. <laughs> you, if you're starting David Montgomery, it's because he gets a ton of carries. So you're starting David Montgomery because he's going to get a ton of carries against a team that's not really that good at, at defending... The <laughs> back up running backs, a wide receiver. Yeah, and that, that's kind of... Well, that's kind of the other thing. They don't, like, it's not like they have even Cohen. Like, it's David Montgomery or bust. So I, I think David Montgomery will see probably 20 carries unless the Packers get out to a huge lead right away. Uh, and they're they're super... Actually, that's a good point. I didn't write down, too. They're like... They're not even sure who's going to start a quarterback this next week with both of those guys, Foles and uh, 
the better one. Uh, Trubisky. Or, Trubisky. Trubisky, yeah. <laughs> being, being hurt or dealing with whatever. So we'll see who starts. But I think this game will lean on David Montgomery. I think David got, Montgomery can improve to not be good enough to win the game. But he'll be good enough to get you like 80 yards off of like 24 carries or something. My low running back, uh, I went with a group. I actually went with two groups in, in general today, which I don't normally do. But I went with the group of 49ers running backs versus the Rams in Week 12. The group of them? Yeah. It, it, oh, Mostert, you're this year low. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not yeah. listening to you. My, Mostert, I, <laughs> Mostert might come back. Um, if he's not there, it would probably be Jerk McKinnon, I think, right? Kevin Coleman's supposed to come back, oh, okay. supposedly. And Hasty's done. Or not done, but he's, he's out for a yeah, while. Yeah. He can get a collarbone, so... So I, let's get two. It, I just I don't I don't like the situation. The Rams are too good of a defense. The 49ers with Kyle Shanahan run the ball really well, but they're similar-ish to the Patriots, where you're not really like sure who's going to be the guy. So I don't really want to play the game where I'm kind of guessing who's going to be the guy when the matchup is is one of the worst you can get at this point in the year so far. So I wouldn't if you if it's Mostert and he's like starting, maybe you start him and you just lower your expectations. I would try to avoid it. If it's not mustard, I'd definitely avoid it. Wide receiver, I'm high on my boy Justin Jefferson. We've talked about him already today. Awesome. He's playing the Panthers, who give up a fair amount of pass yards. Cousins, actually, I'll say, Element, he looks pretty good lately. Whoa, whoa! He, look, he got his first Monday night win. I think that really juiced him up. Are you feeling it? <laughs> you don't have COVID. I'm just looking at stats. <laughs> I'm looking at stats, and he's been doing well. I don't, I don't, I don't like him by any means, <laughs> but he, if he's going to... If I'm starting one of his wide receivers and my, my, my wide receiver does good because of him, great. Sure. I'm not going to start him, but I'll start his <laughs> receivers. Those situations are out there for sure. Well, I also feel Justin Jefferson's going to have a big leg up now with no Thielen. Playing That's a really good well, point, yeah. I'm hoping Thielen, because if Thielen doesn't play, I'm less on Jefferson. I can see it going both ways. Then what? They got to cover BB? More more targets for Jefferson probably if, if Thielen doesn't play. but Thielen It's Cousins. He's going to force it to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Jefferson's a huge part of why Cousins is playing well. He could not have been a better replacement for Diggs, really. I think that's a yeah. great mm-hmm. replacement for Diggs. Panthers won't know if if Thielen plays, they won't really know what to do in regards to Jefferson. I feel like it's like that a lot of the times. Like he's a rookie, but he's demanding attention already with the numbers he's putting up. But then you see Thielen making grabs like he does he did the other yeah, night. One he's making nice. so nice grabs, and so you obviously can't ignore him at all. But I expect a high-scoring game out of it with lots of people getting involved in that Vikings-Panthers. That's actually a matchup I'm looking forward to watching. I, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm really liking the Panthers this year, even though they have like a losing record. I get it. I just like watching the Panthers. I agree with that because I, like, I, it's cool to see Teddy Bridgewater back in action. I, I like seeing DJ Moore just because he's on my team. Robbie Anderson being like a surprise. You know, not, not a surprise, but kind of a surprise. For, not for me. I, I knew he was. I love Robbie. Anderson. I, he's more involved than I thought he would be, but it doesn't shock me to like. He's if a good, you see Robbie he's a Anderson player. do this when he leaves the Jets, imagine Jameson Crowder off the Jets. I'm just they got gased. Insert Jameson Crowder on the Jets would be amazing. Jameson Crowder is on the Jets. Wait, uh, not on the Jets. Oh yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know if I. I'm low on Allen Robinson from the Bears. <laughs> Uh, they've got their first matchup of the season against the Packers this week. They play them again the final week of the season. Yep. yep. All the Packers have to do is shut down Allen Robinson, and they easily win. Like, that's that's the only threat. They should, because I think Jair's coming back this week. That's what I was just so looking at, because he's missed a couple. Yeah, he's expected to come back this uh, week. Bears are so banged up right now, they don't know who's starting at quarterback. They hope have their running back come back, but that's Maybe. not even saying much, because yeah. he's not even that good. 
Packers won't need to worry about the run game. Who knows what's going to happen at the quarterback? It's not going to matter. The Packers shut down Allen Robinson. That's the game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. David, like I said, David John, or David Montgomery will be good enough to get you enough points in your fantasy league. If he plays, it's not going to be enough to win the game. Uh, it'd be great. If this would be great if this game came down to Jimmy Graham dropping a touchdown. <laughs> that is every Packers fan's dream. Is <laughs> this game is lost because Jimmy Graham drops a touchdown? The only thing that would be better is if we won it because MBS catches a touchdown. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think anyone would Maybe he'll that. fumble it into Devontae Adams. He'll be run out of town by the time this game happens. <laughs> oh, man. All right. My high receiver this week is Sterling Shepard versus the Bengals. Uh, recall my fact slash stat. The Bengals do not have the greatest defense against wide receivers. So I should start Darius Slayton, too? You should, Yeah, and whoever the third guy is, if Golden Tate's playing. No, I mean the Giants. If he clearly, stops running his mouth. The Giants clearly aren't the Steelers. They have less legitimate offensive weapons. Obviously, wait, they're different teams. Yeah, and and one is better than the other. Do you know which one? Steelers or Giants? Who I don't know. They could both make playoffs. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so the Steelers, like the Bengals, are sorry. The Giants are going to have three top twelve wide receivers, but they also don't have three players capable of doing that. I, I don't know if Sterling Shepard is going to be a top twelve receiver, but I think he's going to get enough work against a really vulnerable defense to have a good game. I think he's going to eat. I have my other he's group. Eat? Yeah, he's gonna eat fancy points. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> that was really weird looking. Anyway, <laughs> it's gonna move on. You can't see us. Aha. Pointing at you. My low. They disagree. Looks like I was eating dicks. My low receiver <laughs> is another group, kind of like a partial group. I'm just gonna be low on Green Bay Packers receivers that aren't Adams. Uh, you're obviously going to start Adams. If you're thinking about starting <laughs> Lazard or MBS, if either <laughs> I would be low on all of them except for the best one. I'm I'm, I'm low on. I, I feel like people would consider starting maybe one of those guys. Lazard coming back. He was back last week, but he didn't, he didn't really. He wasn't as involved. Like it makes sense where the the guy comes back from injury, he's kind of involved, but then the week afterwards, he's like fully back in the game. But it's still a matchup against the Bears. MBS can suck one. I wrote. Was Lazard uh, being easy, but yeah, I, I don't think you want to start either of these guys. I don't think anyone would start MBS, but just if someone's out there considering starting Lazard, you should not start him. I, I think he'll be probably back in, in the full swing of like how involved he is in the offense, but I don't think it's uh, just the matchup is. is the Packers don't need to use him in, right now in this season or in this game specifically because they're they're all but locked up that division for the most part. And they're not going to risk a re-injury when they he's he could be huge come playoff time. I feel like he'll just get him a little involved in the games now, so you can use him later. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I totally agree. I think the Bears are just going to shut down. The less they use him now, the less scouting other teams have for Lazard. That's true. Come playoffs, tight ends high on Hunter Henry because I feel like Herbert and Henry are getting on the same page now. I looked it up, and it's pretty consistent the number of targets that Henry's getting, but it's also pretty consistent the number of incomplete passes towards him, which is something that, if that improves, that alone will make Hunter Henry be a top five easily. They have an okay matchup against the Bills, but if the Bills focus more on the receivers, Henry can be a weapon, and you obviously have to focus on Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Right. So this is one where the Bills have enough that they can put do decent coverage there, but then they also have Hunter Henry available. Tight ends are a crap shot this year, honestly, but I, I, in, in this one, I like the odds. Tight end, I just, I just will never get over it. Like, tight ends have been climbing, climbing, climbing fantasy-wise, and then all of a sudden, drop. It's been it's been weird. Last, uh, last year was kind of weird. This one's even weird. Yeah, I think yeah. this is the biggest one if you have one of, like, the best three in the league. 
yeah. everyone else's, you don't know what you're getting at. I got one of them. Because at, la- at least <laughs> last year, like, you had Kelsey, Kittle wasn't injured the whole time, mm-hmm. and Mark Andrews was scoring more often than he wasn't. Yep, and then you had Zach Ertz and Goddard, Goddard both. Goddard Waller's so always yeah, up Waller there. Waller showed up, but, but now it's kind of, it's really just Kelsey. Like, Waller's your second best option. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kittle's just hurt, unfortunately. And then this past week, if you had Taysom Hill in an ESPN thing specifically. Which I, I, did, I think it's because some of the big ones, like like how we were talking, Hooper and Hurst both switched up teams. Were, they were both very much more relevant last year. Yeah. And I feel like that might have played in a little bit. It's weird. You don't see often where big-name tight ends change teams. That's, yeah. that's a position where, like, tight ends kind of are okay staying where they're at. Well, like, I, I've said on this podcast multiple times that, like, tight ends usually take a little while to get acclimated. You, you, it's not very often at all that you see, like, a rookie tight end lighten up the scoreboard at all, especially for fantasy. And, like, I think it's because the position is just more complicated. You have these routes from, but you have these weird blocking schemes you have to understand as well. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if that's, a, like, a, a, a key reason for why, like, rookie or sophomore tight ends usually usually you see them come on a little later, well, then make, switching teams would explain the same thing, right? Yeah. Where you have to figure out the, the nuances of the new offense. I'm going to be low on... <laughs> you can't. He scored a touchdown. Mark Andrews. You son of a bitch. He had almost 100 yards of the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> you make no sense. Okay. I know, I know he's been my, he's been my low tight end like the past five weeks, and I was right four of those weeks. And I only picked him last this week. This is the fifth week, I think. I only picked him last week because he has not proved me wrong, and he proved me wrong, but now he plays the Steelers. This one is actually like half to be funny, half cause, uh, I didn't want to pick him last week, but I didn't have my notes ready. Yeah, I was gonna say. And it was on a fly, and so I picked him last week, but he got shut down by Pittsburgh last time, and to be fair, I mean, it could easily happen again, and I feel like it will happen again. The Ravens, as a whole, have been sliding hard, and they play the undefeated Steelers once more. And, I mean, so last week, I, I even said, I liked, he had a favorable matchup against the Titans. If I go back and I listen to that, are you going to say something where, like, until he proves me wrong, and then he proved you wrong, but you still did it? Yeah, but <laughs> next week, he probably won't be my low, because he's playing the Steelers, man. What can, because people are going to be hyped now. They're going to be like, oh, he's back. I'm just curious where the Steelers have finished against tight end. It probably doesn't matter much because it's a good. Yeah, they've they've been like I, I like to look at like the last few games in case trends are changing, but they've been pretty stout still. So. My high tight end this week is actually a Packer, Robert Tanyan versus the Bears. The Bears have been really good against fantasy wide receivers and fantasy tight ends, but they've been pretty lackluster against fantasy. Sorry, quarterbacks. Uh, they've been pretty lackluster against fantasy tight ends. Well, real tight ends. The past, pretty bad as well. Presumably because that (laughs) translates to fantasy points. In the past five weeks, the Bears have been the sixth best matchup for a tight end to play against. I'm low on the Packers receivers. I don't think Lazard or MBS is really going to contribute too much. Uh, Obviously, Adams will get his. But I I think that's just going to mean it's another tiny game for Rodgers with with a uh, really high, just good uh, matchup. I also wrote a bonus down if you can start Taysom Hill, start him. Uh, but it sounds like he's lost his tight end eligibility in. Yeah. So that's a bummer, but yeah. Enjoy it's it. Not yeah, bummer. It's not bummer. It's good. Did. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah, what do you mean fair? <laughs> you, I guess as a not, quarterback now, but <laughs> that makes sense. But you got to play the game. You know? Yeah. ESPN said they're waiting to see what the designation is if Jameis gets called starter for this coming uh, weekend now. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, because this past week I started Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, and Taysom Hill at tight end. But because Sean Payton said Taysom Hill will start this game and did not commit him to the entire time Breeze is out, ESPN is waiting to make the designation on him. They did play the Falcons. Mm -hmm. That's true. Who do they play now? 
not the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Broncos. Oh, I mean, harder, I guess. <laughs> it's a tougher defense. Tougher matchup, I guess. But. <laughs> All right. Um, my low tight end this week is Noah Pant, Broncos tight end against the Saints. The Saints have been the best defensive unit against fantasy tight ends the last five weeks. Just in general, since their bye week in week six, they they turned it up. They were kind of disappointing. We were talking about it earlier as a defense. Not like that they were bad, but they were we they weren't as good as we kind of. They've gotten their shit together. Yeah, they they absolutely have their shits all together. So Fant is a beast, but he's not going to do much against the best fantasy uh, defense against tight ends. And this team being quote led by Drew Locke does not really speak well for someone. He was a, he's a good player. Fant's a great player, but I don't know if this year is his year. This week is definitely not his week. Defenses, real quick. I'm high on the Saints versus Denver. Denver has not been looking good offensively at any point this year. And the Saints D are hot right now. They got 16, 11, and 17 fantasy points in their last three matchups. This one's really not any more difficult than those ones, so I expect pretty same results. Nice. And then we low on the Colts versus the Titans. I was low on the Colts last time we played the Titans, and I was wrong, but I wasn't really because all their points were from special teams. If you look back at the game, they had, like, the block kick that they returned. They, like, blocked the one punt from the Titans guy was punted to his own 30. It was a shank, and he just did terrible. (laughs) And so I don't put a lot of it on the deep on that. Yeah. It was was a strange game, but the Titans are going to be bad for revenge in this game. I feel like they've gotten themselves figured out again. And I I just – I can't – I don't want the Colts to win that division. So I'm just <laughs> I just got to believe that the Titans win this game and their defense shows up hard. I just the Colts cannot win that division. Please do, do not let that happen. I guess I, I hadn't thought about that division too much, but yeah, it's them or the Titans, right? But they're both make playoffs. I, I I don't even want the Colts to make the playoffs. <laughs> Screw P Rivers. Oh man! All right, uh, we didn't have any of the same people at all, like in anywhere this week. My high defense this week is the Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys. It's not, I mean, it's very similar. They're a great defense. It's a really struggling offense. Just put the football team in there. My low defense this week is the Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bucs are, are a pretty solid defense, but they're playing the Chiefs. I just don't think you should line them up against that matchup. You can find somebody better who's got a, a mad defense, but against a, a poor team. Look up who's playing, who's playing the Jets. Play them. That's what, I did. That's, what I did. That's what I did in fantasy this week, and I got 11 points out of the <laughs> Chargers. Yeah, Bucks are great. I, I have them on my dynasty team. I'm excited for a couple prime matchups as the year goes on, but I'm not starting this week. Also, I have the Steelers, so yeah, that helps too. But. Jake, is there anyone we didn't mention that you're either super pumped to start on any of your teams or you're just uh, avoiding on your teams? I will say one that I have is Derek Carr, just because he's against the Falcons' defense. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Because their defense is just not that great in general. Plus, with them, it seems to be a shootout no matter what. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> he, he's just one that I have that I'm, I've am i written him out a couple times this year, so I he's would stay so consistent like, there. It was like a few years ago, he was like in the MVP race, and then after that, like he broke his leg or whatever, and after that, he was like not good. Or, or whatever. And now he's like, he's like not even like low-key playing pretty well this year. He's still low key. Like uh, nobody, He's, nobody brings attention to him. People are acknowledging except himself. You see, he tweeted out that picture, like that, that like we'll get him next week. I don't what what the caption was, but it was just him on the bench, angry. It always looks like he's wearing the eyeliner, so it just <laughs> yep. accentuates yep. the anger. He looks like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people have been 
slightly not like like I am right now. Like I'm acknowledging how that he's been playing well, but even then, I feel like I'm still selling him short. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like him a lot this year. He's, yeah. he's been looking really good. Yeah, and without the like those rookie receivers, like I expect a lot of Brian out of Brian Edwards. Uh, Ruggs has been here or there. He's kind of that deep guy, but they've been, they've been playing really well. They've got like they're consistently okay amongst their receivers, like between yeah. Renfro and Aguilar and Ruggs and Edwards. And, then and Waller, yeah. but like they're like no one's busting out as the clear number one in any case, but they're all getting their moments. They all have like their roles, yeah, and, their and it's working. It's working. Josh Jacobs is the guy who just kind of does what he needs to do, and that helps the others not have to have one guy who steps up. I like I like the Raiders this year, and their defense has been like. It's not like they've been great or anything, but like, correct me if I'm wrong. Last year they were like, if you saw a matchup against the Raiders, you were like, oh fuck yeah, I want to play my guy then. Right, you know? yeah. Like this this year is not like, it's not like it's a bad matchup, but they, their defense has definitely stepped up a little bit too. But low key, like I, I don't know what else they would have, like I don't know what they did that really changed. Them. Right, I don't think it's any notable. Yeah. The only other one I like kind of was Ifian was Acres against the 49ers. The Rams still seem to not know what to do with running back. Obviously, they play tonight, so we might have a little more clarity, but they've been trying to get Akers more involved again now, yeah, kind of right. as we're going along. And, I mean, the 49ers' defense is half there because half of them are injured. So. I feel like as long as the Rams still have that wild card spot very available to them, they're not going to lean on one specifically running yeah. back because it's been working for them what they've That's been doing. The, yeah, if you're an Akers So it, it's one thing if they're like, out of playoff contention, okay, let's get the rookie Akers involved. Let's get him all these carries and stuff. It's like, okay, we don't really know what we're doing at running back, but we're sitting at 6-3 and three right now. Right. Let's just keep not knowing what we're doing at running back, I guess. Daryl Henderson have been playing. Like, it's, not like, it's not like the same as like Swift and Peterson. And yeah. Karyon, you know what I mean? They, they've, they've all been They're all young guys, and they're all like capable of putting together an okay game. Right. <laughs> they're all they're all pretty I think they're all in the rookie contract mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Brown probably is the oldest for like most season. And then I would throw in at receiver. The only other one I was looking at was Fuller against the Lions. Like you said, with Cobb possibly out, I think yeah. that's just more targets for Fuller now. Yeah, and it, it if you any, if anything Turkey. It, I mean him or Cooks, one of them's gonna have a huge game, mm-hmm. the other's not. And I, I don't know which one it's going to be. It's, I hope it's, it's Cooks. I think it's honestly, it's now. it's on it's on the defense. They're taking the gamble. Which guy? Like because if you all you have is no, they don't even have Slay. Slay's on the. That's what I mean. They don't. Eagles. They don't have that lockdown corner anymore. Yeah. So so yeah. Okay, I could see. I could see both of them having good days yeah. then. But yeah, Mike, give us your uh, prop lock of the week. Yeah. All right. So as always, we're talking prop lock of the week for you with our friends from Thrive Fantasy. I want to be 30. 30 and flirty and thriving. Do you like tennis? Because I got a layup for you that's going to hoist you the Stanley Trophy here. We're looking at Justin Herbert in Sunday's contest over or under of 24 and a half completions. The over is going to get you 105 points as the under getting you 95. This is super simple. He's gotten over 24 completions each of the last five games. He now plays the Buffalo Bills who are a Kind of a poor defense against uh, quarterbacks and receivers with the passing game in general right now. He is going to put up a bunch of points. He's going to easily, yet again, eclipse the 25 completion. And the offense is pretty good, so they'll keep this game competitive. I think Justin Herbert's going to have to continue to throw the ball. I'm not sure of the Eckler status as of right now. I think he's been back at practice or something. That only helps him, as we talked about before, especially if you're talking about getting a number of completions. Uh, you could see five, six dump-offs to Eckler 
to make up a, you know, a quarter of the completions that Herbert needs right there to win you this over or under. So go ahead, grab Justin Herbert as one of your 10 picks in your Sunday Thrive Fantasy contest this week. Make sure you sign up using code FANTASYBREWS so that you get a free $20 added to your account when you deposit, you make your first deposit rather, of $20 or more. Yep. Let's move on <laughs> to uh, our Pro Bowl selections. Why don't you on this screen bring up NFL.com so you can kind of see the stuff I looked at. You guys chose from each conference. NFL.com just lets you pick any mix of them, six at each position. We're going to do the fantasy-relevant positions, of course. So mine necessarily aren't by conference. I just did as a whole. I see. Gotcha, gotcha. So starting at QB, of course, I think there's the ones we can all 100% agree on. Mahomes, everyone has. Yes. Yep. Russell Wilson. Yes. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Kyler Murray. Yes. Yes. All right. And these are the, I think these last two are the ones that we could have differing opinions on. And Jake and I are both going to have two AFC guys here. Yes. Okay. I, I threw in Big Ben. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think, I think. And he's an AFC guy. He, he's brought the Steelers to 10 and 0. And look at, look at his stats. He is limiting those interceptions as well. Sure. I can't bring up the stats because my internet's still not working. Fix your fucking internet. I'm worried your house, asshole. (laughs) So, Big Ben this year, overall, look at his 2020 stats. 24 touchdowns, 5 picks, looks like about 2,500 yards. He's brought his team to 10-0, and I think that's a huge... That's big enough for me to get him in that Pro Bowl. I mean, if... Some of this voting, it can't be all stats. It's got to be situational. Like, you're up 30 – what What were they up on the Browns? Freaking 30 to 7? Mm-hmm. You're not going to be tossing with Big Ben to pad his stats. They're, they're the only undefeated team, and it's because Big Ben gets in that lead early and they can coast. So, I, I threw one in for Big Ben. Who's one you guys threw in? I can see that. I threw in Josh Allen. Yes. Yeah. I, I considered Allen. He's, he's my uh, uh, next up. Sure. Well, I got I got two I got two main next ups. I think we I didn't include. Might have the last one. I hope not. Why? Well, my last one was Tom Brady. Oh. I think he's he's putting together. He before that Saints game, he was in the MVP talks. Yeah. yeah. And that Saints game, yeah, he did bad. But then the next week, he's he's stepped it back up. And we don't know what he's doing tonight, but um, he's got a tough matchup tonight, so this will really yeah. determine it. I feel like this will be a huge one. But I I gave Brady that last spot. My other one on the fence was Deshaun Watson, purely because he's doing everything himself. Yeah, it sounds like that was our third guy. <laughs> so I actually, until this past weekend happened, I had Joe Burrow. Oh, sure. Sure. Really? Yes. Really? I, I, that doesn't I shock mean, me at all. Strictly, he's like... on the screen? Yeah. The amount of yards he's put up, the stats he's put up with a semi-decent offense. If you're talking about... He's like only got 13 passing touchdowns. Yeah, but he throws a thousand times a game. So yeah. why are there more touchdowns? If, if you're taking into account, <laughs> where are the, the touchdowns, Jake? Where are the touchdowns? I feel like if you're taking into account situations, then you should take into account that he's a rookie doing what he's doing. Mm, that, like, yeah. The okay, then take into effect stuff. their three six and one record. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's still Pro Bowl though. It's going fan votes also. So if you take That's that true. into account, yeah. Did you see the fan vote? The fans are everyone's. Um, Jaguars fans are getting everyone to vote for that defensive guy who went to the went to the Vikings and the Vikings Ngaku. traded him. Oh yeah, Ngaku because if he gets selected to the Pro Bowl, the Jags pick from the Vikings goes from a fifth rounder to a fourth rounder. Yep. So Vikings fans oh. are posting in chat chat rooms sent to um, Packers 
Bears and Lions fans like, oh, help us out because then the Vikings will get a worse, worse pick. The Vikings will get screwed more. And so I thought it was hilarious. I get on board with that. So yeah, uh, my my last guy in the – so, I, again, I went by AFC, NFC. I, I think – I. I Tom Brady might have edged out Allen or Watson for me if, if, if I had done what I did, but but I, I went three from each conference, so Josh Allen and then Deshaun Watson was my third quarterback for the AFC. Boom. Yeah, I, I just wish he had a better better position. Deshaun Watson, I don't want to see his career waste, and I feel like the Texans can turn it around in a year or two. They they're they're a team that they're not uh, they're not rebuilding. They could turn it around next year. I mean, if we're talking about bad records, the Texans have an awful record. Like, yeah, yeah. They turned it around as soon as like O'Brien was gone. It's though. so like, weird because like once I they get figured out, Watson could just kind of do what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. I did not expect that much of a positive change. That, that yeah. was cool to see. So we we had the the main four that everyone's in agreement yeah, on. I figured that. Then yeah, I threw in Brady and Roethlisberger at the end. So just off the quarterbacks, quick, what do you guys is like MVP voting right now after? Yesterday's games, obviously. After yesterday's games, I still have Mahomes and Rodgers as a tie. Okay. As of right now, Wilson, I'd still, I don't think, I, he he's had a couple of bad games that have really put him down for me. I I want Kyler to win it, and I feel like he's very, it's in the talk still. It's no one, I, it's going to come down to Mahomes, Rodgers, and Murray. I think for me, after yesterday, when Rodgers did not have a, a Crazy great game against whoever. I I guess it was the Colts, but I I'm probably like one A one B with Mahomes as the one A. I think Rodgers is a close second. Murray and Russell both had a mediocre Thursday. Otherwise, Kyler would probably be a little higher up for me as well. I don't think Josh Allen or Deshaun Watson are are doing enough at the moment to like really really creep up in that conversation. Probably Watson over Allen, even though I put Allen above Watson in my in my uh, predictions, but. Murray's got a good chance at like I mean he's gonna have to there's gonna be the Chiefs who are sitting at they're 9-1 right now it might maybe it comes down to the next last couple weeks where the Cardinals are still fighting for a wild card spot and they need to get that seed or whatever whereas the Chiefs have already secured a spot might affect a little bit how they play and all that stuff Murray's got more difficult matchups Against the Seahawks, well, I mean, maybe not as a def- okay. As a I was thinking as a team. team, as a team, yeah, it's yeah. A, right, but, absolutely. But like even the Rams as well. Sure. That's that's a tough defensive matchup, and the Niners still you can never count them out. Their defense is all they have at they're this point, well and they're missing one of their best guys. So Kyler's got difficult matchups. Uh, Mahomes has a lot easier against the defenses that he's playing, but it'll be fun to watch regardless. For sure, running backs. I think this one's pretty obvious what we can agree on for the most part. Oh, yeah. So, we all got Henry. Yep. We all got Cook. Yep. We all got Kamara. Yep. We all got Jones. Yep. All right, these last two. Go back to two AFC guys again. Two AFC guys for us. Yeah. You got two AFC guys? Josh Jacobs. That's my turn. Yep. Yeah. And then... I gave it to Robinson. I gave it to Robinson. I gave it to Robinson. Yeah! All right. We all got our top six running back. And I didn't even do conference. By the same I wasn't even yeah. doing conference. I was just, I mean, to Robinson, you, you go on, you were going to give it to Burrow because he's given these stats as a rookie. Robinson is third in the league in rush yeah. yards. Yeah. I did not know that. That was shocking to me. Yeah. And I think he's he is the shining, the only light on that offense. Even like... I. I don't want to say DJ Chark's wasting his career already, 
But they get a good like if they did sign Trevor Lawrence. Let's, let's just theorize for a minute. I'm just curious if DJ Shark's gonna be like the same thing as DD Westbrook. Like Westbrook had his big like breakout year last year, and they're like, oh, he's the guy. Or is he gonna be the same as Allen Robinson? And then yeah, that's that's fair too. That you eventually leave, or Allen Hearns. Oh man, I used to be a huge fan of Hearns. It and really is. They I'm used the to Cowboys? Call- question mark. No Dolphins. I don't. I don't even is know. Hearns on the Dolphins because it was Hearns and Robinson were like the Jaguars' go-to's, and they were both gone. And they're like, "Well, that right. team is Hearns is gone. on the Dolphins. He's on the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. but he was on yeah. the Cowboys. Yep. Yes, yeah. He yeah. opted out this year. Oh there yeah, that's right. That's why he's not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. But I'm I'm glad we're all on the same page. Um, looking at it, I know. I mean, Kamara is. Kamara and Jones are both down there in rush yards, but they're, it's because of their receiving. Kamara does everything. Kamara, wait, 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 wait. When you said Jones. Aaron. Okay. You meant Aaron, too, right? Yeah, what other Jones you looking at? It was Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Oh, did Jones. you mean oh. Ronald Jones? No, I meant Aaron Jones. I didn't mean oh, Ronald Jones. Yeah. I meant Aaron Jones. I just, I just realized that okay. wanted to confirm. Yeah, he is up there. We probably would have confirmed it if it was Ronald. I think everyone assumes Aaron when you say Jones. Or uh, yeah, but, I mean... Cook and Henry are miles ahead of everyone else. That's crazy. Henry right now standing at 1,079 and Cook on 1,069 of the year. <laughs> Note he's missed a game. Did he miss a game or two? I thought just the one. Just the one? Maybe there's one. But then the next, the third is 762, so more than 300 yards behind number two. I will say those stats surprise me with Henry having, obviously, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, and then Dalvin Cook having Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But they both have quarterbacks who aren't huge like, you know they're going to ball out, guys. They're both quarterbacks where they have their days where they lean on the running backs, and they have their days yeah, where they true. actually do well. It makes me wonder what Zeke would be doing right now. Because, like, like, based on that, like, he's, he had Dak Prescott, and their receiving core is so great. Like, is it a situation where he just was on a well, Yeah, because they don't, they don't have to worry about the quarterback. Yeah, really exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah he, got, he got so much worse after Dak was gone. Right. That, that makes sense. It's just a bummer. But yeah, it's, we're all on the same page with running backs. I feel like it's it's kind of obvious that a yeah, lot of running backs have been obvious. hard this year as far as injuries happening and just like people not doing anything. But I traded James Robinson to Jake in our dynasty league really early on, yes, and he did. it really pained me to write his name down. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, trade, you traded me Derrick Henry two yeah. years ago. Remember that one? I traded Fournette to somebody. That worked out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends what you got out of it. Yeah, good work on That's that. One. That's a good point. Possibly. That's what I got. I don't know that. Wide receivers? I took eight this time. The I also took eight. I yeah, did they four well, if you bring it up, I'll pick two more. Okay. Right. So, the obvious ones Hopkins. Yes. Yes. Diggs. Yes. yes. Adams. Yes. Wait. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Oh, Devante. The only Adams. Did I and the Packer fan? <laughs> um, okay. Well, if I'm picking two more, I'm going to pick the guy I cut out. And I'm going to pick. So we are three in? Yes. And what is your split, by the way? Uh, NFC Did you do yeah, did so you do half and half or no? I don't know, and I don't want to think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too much thinking. Uh, so we sorry, we covered Diggs, Adams, and Hopkins. Diggs, yes. Adams, Hopkins. Oh, yeah. I also picked Tyreek Hill. I did too. Yes. He's got that he's got ten touchdowns on the year. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's Still top ten in yardage, but the touchdowns make it that much more. When he's not the leaders, Hopkins with nine twelve and Terry Kill is seven fifty two. He's not like for that ten or uh, one to nine. It's not like it's that yeah. huge of a gap. I also took DK Metcalf. I did too. Yes, DK Metcalf is. I mean, yardage and touchdowns. He's up there. He's, he's a beast. Or, he's a beast. 
I took my other one that I selected before I added the two. I took Adam Thielen because I thought about it, but I didn't well, take. Adam how many? Now. He's got how many touchdowns? CF. Well, he's, he's got. Seen, he's got. Uh, he's what? got eleven touchdowns. He's what the fuck? Yeah. That's yes. what that, right I don't there. have Adam Thielen anywhere. Clearly. I don't either. Holy I took Adam Thielen because he's got 11 touchdowns on the year. What did that one-handed touchdown come for, like, five? <laughs> yeah, that, that was bonus points. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. But, I mean, That's I, crazy. who's one that you guys, who's one of the next that you guys So, picked? what do we I have one AFC left, two NFC left. We've all got Hopkins, Diggs, Hills, Adam, Hill, one Hill, Adams, Metcalf. I have one NFC left and two AFC left. So, do your, well, I guess it's a man. I got all NFC. I got two more NFCs. Let's start there. I, my last NFC guy is Terry McLaurin. I, I, I added Terry McLaurin right there. Um, I didn't add him originally because he's only got the three touchdowns. Um, he's got a decent amount of yardage, but still, I also didn't add him because it doesn't take much to be good on that, to be like the the the, the big part of that team. My they, last They NFC. don't have any other options. <laughs> Was actually Justin Jefferson. I got Justin Jefferson as my other right in guy. I got Justin Jefferson as well because he, you got to weigh in the rookie. He's up there. He's top six. He's number six in yardage right now without the game happening, Monday night game here. But I threw Justin Jefferson in there um, as well on this last pick. Just real quick for Terry McLaurin, my, my thought process was was third in receiving yards uh, on the Washington football team. Like he, He's on a poor team, but to be able to put up those numbers, like you, you hope he finds the end zone a little more, but... To be able to put up the numbers he has on that team, I thought. Well, if you were playing those defenses six times a year, you could probably put up good numbers. That's a fair point. <laughs> who who else is the one that we did not pick and you had? So you have one more AFC guy, right? Yeah, I, well, I have technically two AFC guys. Okay, I have two more as well. Okay. I put Keenan Allen. Yep. Nice. He he would have been my reserve. Like I, It, it was a toss between him and Jefferson, but I just I think what Jefferson's doing is just it's awesome. And I put a – I think I – I think I was a little biased on this, but I put a rookie AFC receiver. I did not. So you went T. Higgins. I went Claypool. Oh. I went Chase Claypool. And uh, he's coming out more recently. I, like, he's not really on this list that we're looking at. He's always way down at the bottom. He's got eight touchdowns on the year. I assume that's all together and not just receiving. But I think he's going to have a strong finish. I think he really came on. Like, he wasn't really doing anything the first four or five weeks of the season or whatever, but he's really come on since then. So Jake and I were mostly on the same page. I think the only thing we had different was I had Thielen and you had... Yeah, wow. Keenan? Jefferson? No, I had Jefferson. Did you have four NFC and four AFC? Wait, who who did you have that wasn't Thielen? My NFC was Devontae, Metcalf, Jefferson, Hopkins. Yeah. My AFC was Keenan Allen, Allen's Hill, Allen's the one, yeah. Diggs. And my last one, I actually put Will Fuller. Did you? Oh, sure. Yeah, I... I he popped in my mind. That He's he got... I mean, the yards and obviously the touchdowns. And I also kind of compared it to, like... Last season, like he yeah. went from like the third receiver on their team last year to like Hopkins is gone and he became that guy that people didn't think he was going to be able to do. So yeah, coming into the year, it was we talked about before on the show as you've heard, like it, it was kind of like is it Cooks or is it Fuller? And yeah, I was leaning Fuller myself for that because he's such the familiarity with the team and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, he's really I think he stepped up for sure. I think it's also staying healthy because he had not been able, he had not been able to do that for so long that I think now that he can is been different for him. Absolutely. So we're on most of the same pages for wide receivers. Uh, tight ends. This, this is going to be all over. I, I think. only picked two from each conference. I took, I took two from each I got, conference. I got six total just oh, doing what – I'd see what NFL did. NFL is oh, just yeah. like six. Yeah. Well, if you guys just put two, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's Kelsey. Go AFC because I think AFC is going to be the most obvious. Kelsey, Kelsey Waller. Waller. Yep. 
Man, I wanted to put Andrews so bad. He would have been my third. But I have Andrews in mind because I have six. Yeah. Okay. He would have been my third. Best. NFC, Hawkinson. Uh, Taysom Hill. <laughs> I do have Hawkinson. I do have Hawkinson, too. Three, two, one. Kittle! You included Kittle? I put Kittle. I did not. Well, he can't because he won't be able to play. He can probably play Madden still. Okay, well, I guess if they're doing Madden, yeah, but <laughs> I actually, I my, have my thought because he's hurt. Yeah, but Kittle's he like, back? look at, I, I oh, I guess I forgot he, I, for some reason thought he was out for the season. I just figured that, I just wrote the no, Niners No, he's just off. on IR right now. I just wrote the Niners off. I still actually do have two tight ends still because one of them I was questioning. I gave, I gave one to Tanyan. I, I wanted to. I did not. I did. And I then, wanted to, but I felt like And I then should. my my last one since I chose six was uh, Janu. Oh, so seeing as mine are both NFCs, I actually took Jimmy Graham. You, uh, strictly sure. I didn't want strictly I didn't touchdowns want to. alone. I that's pretty much all he does. Yeah. And my other one, which you're going to love because you're wearing it, was Gronk. Gronk is Because I feel like Gronk is finally like... I mean, he's not what he obviously used to be, but I think he's being what they're expecting yeah. him to do this yeah. year. And I think he took over, obviously, for, like, O.J. Howard, Cameron Bright. Like, he's becoming the tight end they thought they were getting when they got Gronk. Mm-hmm. I just like, want to throw out, Kittle has the third most yards. Yes, yeah, he does. Of all tight ends. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what I mean. I knew tight ends was going to be just kind of a toss-up, yeah. especially NFC-wise. Like, AFC, obviously, we all were instantly yeah, agreed on. And even the third with Andrews would be mm-hmm. pretty obvious, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, but, no, it was an interesting one. T.J. Hawkinson was my – and I, I've ranked them when I did mine as well, and T.J. Hawkinson was the top for NFC. Did you guys pick kickers? I picked fullbacks. I picked uh, you picked fullbacks, but not kickers. <laughs> I picked Patrick Ricard from the Ravens, and I picked Kyle Uzcheck from the 49ers. And I picked kickers. Well, I picked kickers. <laughs> Tell us about your kickers. Yeah, who do you got for kickers? I got Koo. <laughs> Young Hall. Yeah. I got Blankenship. Well, yeah, you, you picked an NFC AFC. God, look at you. You gotta go God with Magoo though. I got me some yeah, Jason right. Sanders. How many kickers? Dolphins. Do you pick? I was say it's also Dolphins. It's, it's not to yeah. pick six on that all account. Pick six of every. We position. picked them based on like well, how many people actually make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I picked Daniel Carlson. Smart. Sure. I picked our boy Justin Tucker. I can't even pick. You him. had to. And I picked Will Lutz. That's fair. Because you went two NFC, four AFC. <laughs> because they're kickers, and it doesn't matter. It's fair. I like it. <laughs> they don't matter. Okay. Well, we'll see. I I'm Steve Bass. Tyler Bass. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah, he was Have drilling you seen his stats He was lately? drilling them the other day. I I should, was it against Seahawks where he was hitting the 50-yarders? Yes. I should look he had, what, two or three? I want to say three. You should. I would definitely say look up his stats. Bass, like, has, been, Bass has been killing it, dude. He came in as one of those names that nobody knows, and his stats are impressive for a kicker. You're right. This past week, he made a 40, uh, sorry, 54, 55, and a 58-yard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Damn. But yeah, I'm excited to see. I I mean, I don't know if I'm excited, depending on what they do, but I'm interested in to see what they're doing for for the um, Pro Bowl. Sure. I yeah. hope it's more than just them playing Madden, it's, because if we've learned anything, they're not actually good at playing Madden. They just think they are. Yeah. I I, I which <laughs> we, we yeah. were kind of excited for that. Because we watched a few of the things what, that what they was do. That we were watching. Uh, I don't even remember. It was like a Madden. Tournament. Oh, like the Madden Championship and stuff like yeah. that when the game first comes out. Well, no, it, what we were watching. We saw a little bit of that, but we were watching something where it was like it was like a eight person or sixteen person tournament of all NFL players playing oh, okay. against each other, and like it was it was just weird. Like 
Like Tyreek Hill played, but he didn't like talk or show his face mm-hmm. at all. Like, they had a lot of technical difficulties. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson like auto won his first matchup. Or no, he, he had to play the computer. Oh, and he, he lost. Like, yeah, he but lost he the but computer. he advanced because it was against the computer. Yeah, he's awesome. just whoever was didn't even show up or, or had technical. So we're hoping the Pro Bowl is better than that. Let's go and let's do a Bruce Clues. We're doing the special edition where Jake has created his own, and Mike and I are both going to guess based off of it. We haven't done this before, but now only one of us can get points. Well, no. I lied. We both can get points. The point system is the same, but if one person gets it before the other, it's done. So, oh, okay. I was going to say, are we so, sure to take our secretly each time? No. Or? Yeah, I was just going to say, okay. No, I, said, I think it's it's either we both get it, neither of us get it, or one of us get it. So, like, if you guess it on the first guess and I'm wrong, we're done. Yes. Cool. That's what's going to happen. I've been killing it lately. I, I don't noticed you have. <laughs> so I also yeah, went super. I tried to make. Wait, the can first, you bring up the teams? I tried to make the first one a little harder so you don't get it right away because I know Cal got a lot of points on you. But so I'm looking out for you here, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> All right, give it to us. But I know Cal's big into social media, so he might get you on this one. So, not, no, and not, I, not, I don't follow. Honestly, I'm not with our Twitter, position or with our now. Twitter, I don't follow players. It's just other fantasy people, so that's not a real right. advantage. So. <laughs> Up until week 10, news just came out that this player currently held the record for most wins at a stadium other than his home field. Interesting. A specific stadium? Yes. But we're not being told what stadium. No, because that is a dead giveaway. So again, this player, news just came out that he held the record for most wins at a stadium other than his home stadium as of week 10. Oh man, I don't know who's home and who's away. In it's interesting because like, I'm thinking of like like Frank Gore, but like home stadium now would be the Jets, I guess. I, I feel like I should think of somebody more like who's been in the same place, I guess. This is really hard. Uh, until week 10. Say, I told it you once I more. Say it once more. This player, up until week 10, had the record for the most wins at a stadium other than their home field. I don't really feel like I have a good guess. I, feel, I have one guess that I just don't really... That's the only reason I said because it's been talked about a lot like this past week. Sure. Because it recently happened the week before. That's why I said Kyle may have a leg up on this one. Jake Lund. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a win, period. <laughs> okay, we need answers. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, get fucked! I almost said that. I get literally fucked, almost boy. said that. And then I just said that because I wanted to guess funny. Oh, oh my God. So. I had Tom Brady written down for a while, and then I took it. Oh. oh, man. Up until week 10, when the Browns beat the Texans, Ben Roethlisberger had the most wins oh, yes. at the Cleveland Browns field. That's it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, okay, that but this team old. had to have also been winning more recently. So the Browns have been winning more than they have in the past, and Baker Mayfield has more wins this season combined than, like, all Browns quarterbacks in the past, what, five years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because no one consistently has played there. Ben Roethlisberger had, like, 11 wins or something. That's what I was thinking. Because I was like, I was like Joe Bur- in that division, win. not Joe Burrow, obviously. It's not going to be Lamar Jackson in only a second right, starting right. year. Oh, fuck I, don't, I, went, I don't know why I deviated from guessing He's P.J. Walker. Yeah, why did I do that? He literally only has one I NFL start game. against the Lions. I think I was, I think I was <laughs> interpreting it incorrectly. You could not have had a worse <laughs> guess, I don't think. Like, I no, had, you could have said Jake Lawton, actually. I said right. Tom Brady earlier, and I scribbled it out, and I, my mind went to Roethlisberger for a minute. I, I don't know why I my other from somebody having a bunch of my wins. others I was looking at was uh, Breeze and Wilson. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, my next clue is going to be he's currently listed as the number 11 quarterback and has had at least two touchdowns in every game except one. Okay. And just because you guys looked at his stats recently, I was like, oh, you're going to get it right away. Yeah, yeah. All right, so even on a level playing field, I proved I'm better than Mike. I, I think everyone knew that. So he he chose the person who literally only has one career win. So in order for his to be true, that would have had to be the first ever game at that stadium. I thought it was a percentage thing. He's got a hundred percent win rate at this. What? It didn't even say at the stadium. It says at their own field. So, I was really doubting myself. Like, okay, like, but Tom Brady, but he's not like. Now he's on the box. How does that like? How does that work? Like he has the most wins at Gillette Stadium. I guess, but that's not that's. Just <laughs> Anyways, I didn't guess him either. So. Uh, final notes, Jake. Anything to add? Pull up the schedule for next week. We oh, can yes. give a give a look at what we will be watching. Week twelve. Any final thoughts, Jake? I think honestly, with Thanksgiving coming up, I feel like Thursday is gonna be like the way better day of football, even with just those three games. I mean, obviously the Cowboys football team game is kind of a throwaway, but I think both the other two games that night are going to be huge compared to kind of the weekend games almost. I want to say I'm excited for the Titans-Colts, but I just don't like watching the Colts. The Ravens-Steelers on Thanksgiving evening will be, like, they save the best game for last, at least. Cardinals-Pats should actually be a good game. If anything, Pats are keeping games close. They may be losing the majority of them, but they're keeping them close. Chiefs-Bucks will be a good game. Bears-Packers usually is a good game. Raiders-Falcons could be interesting, but Matt Ryan can go fuck himself. Are you surprised by the Monday game? The Hawks-Eagles? Are you surprised they didn't flex that out? I guess But It's hard to flex a Monday. It's one thing flexing a Sunday night game, but changing the day completely, that's harder to do. So I get it. Well, yeah, there isn't a Sunday night game. There is. Yeah, there is. Packers-Bears. Oh, that's the late night game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Okay, so like a couple weeks ago, there was like it was half and half, like six noon games, six like afternoon games. Right? They do whatever they want, but Michael. There's literally one, two. I think there's. I was gonna say there's like seven or eight. eight. Yeah, there's yeah. eight, and then only three afternoon games. Like, what are they doing? Also, there's no bye weeks in week twelve, but there's two bye weeks in week thirteen. Was good. that expected or was that COVID stuff though? I don't. Uh, I don't know why it would have been COVID because the the, the Steelers, Steelers was Titans, flexed, the Titans was flexed. Would th- those two no, were, like, I think that was week like seven and eight. I think those I think were so those two. were week seven yeah. and eight, if I remember right. Um, I mean, it has to be Thanksgiving. I don't know if that's a normal thing. I don't know. It's just, it just struck me as weird. I don't know. Mike, your final thoughts? Try to come up with a different game for next season than Bruce. <laughs> so I have one day you might chance. win. You guys just want to listen to Kyle and Bruce. <laughs> um, no, that was, that was good. I'm just I'm Packers Cardinals. Actually, I'm looking forward to watching that game. I might need to. I might not need Packers to, Cardinals. Patriots Cardinals. Cardinals. That's I meant. Um, no, if that's not on TV, I might need to. I might need to steal the Sunday ticket for that game. For the most I'm part. always fine to like just watch Red Zone. Red Zone, yeah. So I'm done with that. Other games, there's some weird matchups. Chiefs, Bucks should be pretty good. Bears, Packers. I am actually looking forward to that one. They're usually pretty good games. Who do you guys think starts for the Dolphins on Sunday? Tua. They, they said Tua. Said said they? Tua. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know why they pulled him. He wasn't even having a bad game. Just a few they're just like hoping games. they could do what the, the Bears did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, if we do that. If we put in someone who's worse than the starter, or yeah. equally as not amazing. Coach Brian Flores, I think he just said that they just believed that at that point in time, the best chance they had 
to win was Fitzpatrick. Which was weird, because they, weren't they only down, like, a touchdown? Or, like, 10 points? I don't think so. They're down, like, 10. And, and look, he, he has... Tua, uh, yeah, he had, like, 83 yards and a touchdown, because he's, oh, yeah. he's on my sleeper team. Yeah, there you go. I just don't get why I I don't get why they did. It that. was a weird benching. As much as I like Fitzpatrick, it was a weird it, yeah, I felt like it just didn't make sense. I was once that happened. Like I today, I was thinking, I was like, what if? Because I I had this whole quandary of do I start Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill or uh, Tom Brady tonight? Or I went, I should have gone with Ryan Tannehill. I went with Matt Ryan, but after today, I woke up with like, what if Ryan Fitzpatrick ended up doing? I didn't I didn't watch the end of that game, so mm. I like I didn't I didn't know what he had done. I was wondering if the the decision I should have made somehow was Ryan Fitzpatrick, but it was <laughs> Ryan Tannehill or possibly Tom Brady tonight. But probably not. Well, we got to go and watch the Bucks Rams game, so you can see yourself out. Bye, bye. I already told them to leave. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brewers Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brewers Pod. You can also follow us to download our episodes every week on any of your favorite podcasting services like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Have a beer for us on Sunday.